Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yo, is it all working? Is everything okay? Seems to be working fine. Okay, okay. But as you can see, everybody, we've had some upgrades. Check yes. this shit out. Crazy yeah. <laughs> we got a little viewer count down in the, in the corner there. 19 people have joined us so far. We are also streaming to Facebook. So what's up, Facebook? To the people out there watching in Facebook, we don't have you yeah. in the chat, unfortunately, but we know that you're there watching. It's been a what's while. going on? And then also Twitch. We're streaming to Twitch now. First time we're streaming to Twitch. So good, good day to all of you out there, new listeners and old. Thanks for joining us yet again. So how's things this week? Uh, yeah, so I said, as we said, introduction, man. So I'm Mackie, blah, blah, blah. Zien, you want to say hi? Hi. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're all good blah, blah, blah. Yeah, everybody knows us by now, I think. Yeah. GB, you want to say hi? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Yeah. Hope everyone has an... Uh, fuck, hope everyone is having a good day today. Uh, Monkey, yeah. you want to say hi? Hey, guys. Monkey down here in the southern U.S. Hope everybody's high or getting ready to get real high. And we have the pleasure of you, as usual, to be joined by the host of the Temple Grower Show himself, Temple Grower. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Ooh, Mr. Temple, welcome. Mr. Temple. Welcome. Mr. Temple, pleasure. can I ask you a question about making cannabis? Come <laughs> nah, on. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll page you into my secretary. We'll schedule something. I'm a bit busy these days, you know. Can I get an autograph? Pretty big deal. Temple? Pretty big deal. Yeah. No, I, I'm all right. Uh, if that was your going to be your question. <laughs> there we go what we all token there from galando what we token oh man uh, also we... colorado cookies for me you got uh, see uh cinderella oh. jack still jock still even nice nice gg why are you smoking oh i got moby dick what is now diamonds because i left it on a radiator so it's kind of coagulated yeah Beautiful okay, stuff. what are you hitting, man? What you got? Uh, got that Barney's. Uh, no, I think this is the seeds, but I think gelato OG. It's good mm. stuff. Nice, nice. What are you saying, GB? I'm smoking on some Skittles still. There we go. Ooh, nice, nice variety there between the panel. I would be smoking on some Skittles, but I can't be asked to pull all me sodding seeds out of it. <laughs> oh, mission! Did you get a lot of seeds? Oh, fucking loads of them, mate. Loads, oh, hundreds and thousands. Man. Damn, see, got a load of seeds in his delicious protein, buddy. Oh, no, yeah, I was going to toast them all and start getting <laughs> really? Tell you what, just, just walk around town and randomly drop them into people's gardens. That's it. I've got another plan. I'm going to go and plant them fucking everywhere. Everywhere there's a bit <laughs> yeah. of fucking soil, there's going to be one of them. <laughs> Wait for it, UK. Like it. It's coming. <laughs> so uh, we've got a good interview this week as well with uh, the guys from Reefer Madness. Their podcast is called, which is obviously a spin on Reefer Madness, the TV. The, you remember the old movie? If you haven't seen it, see great movie, inspirational shit, man. It will make you think twice about smoking cannabis. Of course it will. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So some crazy <laughs> footage in there, you know, some, some real footage of not fake people at yes. all yes <laughs> graphic footage viewer discretion is advised it's so funny yes. if you must everybody's seen the gifs and the, the you know the shorts and everything you, know, you, you have to watch it it's a really shit dumb. film man it's so shit but just try and endure it for an hour just just for the uh the experience to say that you've done it because it's really shit but yeah their podcast is super cool man they talk about uh medical cannabis mm. obviously and one's a nurse one's um 
pharmacist. Call it yeah. a pharmacist. Pharmacy. Yeah, fellow so, Canadians. Um, just, they know uh, what they're talking about. It's a good show. Right next door to me. It's pretty awesome. Very good. Lots of cool insights, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool, cool interview, man. And it went on for a while. I think this is uh, going to be the first one which we put out in full length to the patrons. Oh, cool. Nice. Mm. Cool. Yeah, uh, that's a good one to hear, for sure. Well, if any right, of our so, patrons uh, want to watch Reefer Madness, you know, uh, well, just drop me a line. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, loan you my VHS copy. Oh, my <laughs> word. <laughs> You're going to loan them a VHS player to watch it on? <laughs> well, no, no, no. That's the problem. I don't even have a player right now that works, you know. <laughs> So uh, there's been a lot going on in the, wo- in the world this week. Yes. Cannabis. So we should move on to the news and events and talk about some of this shit. Right, it looks like everything's still running smoothly. So we're all good. Yes, yes. So this week's cannabis news, what's going on? Who wants to... Monkey, you got some big news this week. You want to take it first? Yeah, everybody pretty much would expect that, you know, me being in the U.S., I'm going to talk a little bit about that MORE Act that passed on Friday. You know, this is a bill that was 80 years in the making. And the House of Representatives finally decided to go ahead and and put the bill to a vote. And they did approve the MORE bill, which would decriminalize cannabis and remove it from the the, uh, Substance Act. And it passed on Friday at 1.10 p.m. by 228 votes to 164. So we had oh. plenty of support to get this through. So now it moves on to the Senate. So it's a really good, good thing with this, uh, the act. I mean, it was, it was fantastic to watch this happen. Now, most people do fully expect that uh, the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell will probably go ahead and kill this thing. Um, but at least we got the first part of it done. And we're, we're confident that once the Biden administration comes in that this will actually be revisited again. So the biggest hope we have for, for complete decriminalization right now hinges on the election in Georgia. If, if right. the Democrats can pick up both seats, that put, gives them a majority and this moves forward. So this is, it, it's kind of nail biting at this point in time. But what I really wanted to do on this is let's, let's talk about the Democrats who voted against the bill. And, you know, I believe in accountability. Uh, if they voted their conscience, they shouldn't have any problem with being outed out here saying these are the guys who voted against it. So against it, the Democrats against it were uh, Representative Sherry Bustos from Illinois, Representative Henry Kuehler from Texas, Representative Connor Lamb from Pennsylvania, Representative Daniel Lipinski from Illinois, and Chris Pappas from New Hampshire, and Colin Peterson from Minnesota. Now, shame on you. I'm telling you, shame on you. But let's go ahead and give it, it it some it, praise on some people too. Can we do that? I yeah, got cool. Let's do that. Five brave Republicans <laughs> who crossed the aisle and didn't listen to McConnell, and they voted for it. And these are the guys that are unsung heroes. We have Matt Getz from Florida. We have Brian Mass from Florida. We have Tom McClintock from California, and we have Denver Riggleman from Virginia and Don Young from Alaska. So shame on the first group yes and kudos to the second group indeed yeah. and if any of them first bunch uh, if you're listening from america and send them an email or a letter old school style pen and paper tell them you fucking wanker don't actually say that what are you more polite words than that like well, you know <laughs> something on around them. and you write you're a fucking wanker <laughs> down the side and then make it fit you know like them poems exactly <laughs> So well, anyway, that's the purpose of doing this. But I'll go even further than that, Mackie. If, if these people want to defend their point of why they voted against this, tell them to contact us. We'll have them in an interview. We'll talk to them. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm. We'll talk to you. I'd love we'll to talk to them. They may actually <laughs> have some valid points. <laughs> that would yeah. be an interesting one. I don't know. Somebody from the other side of the fence. Exactly. I don't so. think they'd stay on for very long because we'd be all chill, making sense, and they'd be angry because they ain't stopped. <laughs> well, they wouldn't be getting to us too much because, again, yeah, we come in the room like we usually come in the room. Mm. Chill. Chill. Mm. So, Zian, what, what news <laughs> you got this week? Um, mine goes on to the, the – the, it's kind of like related to monkey as it goes. Um, the UN Commission on Narcotic Drugs um, has taken a number of uh, decisions this week um, regarding the 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 way can, uh, cannabis is classified, um, it's been removed from the Convention on Narcotic Drugs, uh, where it was listed alongside all those deadly opioids, mm. including heroin, um, by 27 members against 25. Um, wow, that was tight. It mm. was very tight. But the good thing is, everybody's going to follow this now. Because uh, got that. the world listens to the, 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 the UN. I mean, this was well, originally a recommendation by uh, the World Health Organization. Um, so the UK, the, the UN have actually followed the WHO's recommendation. Well, I well, think it's that treaty that has been stopping the UK from legalizing for a long time. Yes. It has been doors they... again. Mm. It's, it's open doors, but it, they, there was five votes that day for them failed. Yes. Um, it was could have gone a lot. It further. could have gone better, yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah. it, it's a it's a damn good start. I mean, absolutely. It, they, they they can. It's it's a fantastic start. Yeah, they can reclassify but, other stuff later along. Do you know? Do you know what I don't understand about um, ZN is? You see, the couple of there's there's a few of the countries that voted no. Yeah. It is fucking legal. In their countries, yeah, I was gonna say, the, yeah, yeah, I did. You know, the countries that. that voted no are actually, yeah, yeah. I know <laughs> they don't <laughs> want to share the mean. money part, do they? I think that's no. exactly right, self serving. That's it, what I it, think. It, about. It, does, it does infringe on their flipping the, 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 the money side of things, so yeah, a lot of them are gonna say no based on yeah. that. Wow, he did an interview with some Canadian, uh, they're talking about the BC scene back in the late 2000s, and they interviewed a couple of ex, um weed dealers there and they didn't want it to be legal either because like you guys just exactly said they were going to lose a whole fuck ton of money obviously mm. so no different i don't think it's just now it's legal dealers quote yeah i mean even that more act had, had money tied into it as a as a tax bill uh, already put mm. on cannabis in the more bill so money always comes up when we talk weed it's always about the money isn't it always is yeah GB, what are you saying, man? You got some news as well? So, yeah, there was has been a study done to show that um, people who consume cannabis um, drink less. It's a reduction harm study. Okay. Um, Yeah, it was an international, published by the International Journal of Drug Policy. The study compared um, 973 patients who answered, and out of it, 44% 44% reports drinking less frequently on a monthly basis. 34% consumed fewer standard drinks a week and 8% said they drank no alcohol at all in 30 days prior to completing the survey. Mm. So it goes to show, I, I've always said it, I say it all the time, you don't see the accident emergency department full of stoners. You see them full of piss. Yeah. It's, it's a strange one and it, it, it will never make sense to me that alcohol is legal or cannabis isn't. It, it, it doesn't. It's like you hear them. Uh, 
I I know from our politicians, um, they constantly just spout, it's bad for you, it's bad for you, it's bad for you. But then they walk around and they go into the doll bar, which is subsidized, yeah, and they go in and get fucking kiss yeah, right. with their fucking yeah. mates while laughing at all the rest of us fucking having to fucking actually live a fucking hard life, mm-hmm. you know, and not be able to get our medicine. But they're in there fucking snorting cocaine off the back of the fucking toilet bowl. <laughs> Say it like it is. You know? huh? This, but this, this is this is true. They actually done uh swipe. They done there was a, I think it was Trinity College or UCD. They were doing a thing on the drug scene in Dublin, yeah. and they done a swipe of toilets and cisterns in the backs of pubs and nightclubs and ever and the place where they found the highest quality. And the purest cocaine and the most of it that was just kind of discarded uh. was in the bar of the doll of our fucking house of representative yeah, yeah, yeah. for the people. Yes. You know, yeah, but that doesn't mean it was them. That's just anecdotal evidence. Ad hoc, ergo prop to hock, man. Ad hoc. Pablo Escobar might have just dropped by one day. They're snorting the fucking Charlie Brown and they're stopping all the rest of us from having a good fucking time. They're like, the rest of you peasants can fucking just have fucking shit. You can all just have Novocaine, motherfuckers. (laughs) That's what it is, man. Fuckers. 10% Novocaine. GG, what's your news, man? Uh, my news is, well, it's, I think it's kind of related to just the, I mean, you know, monkey and zombie talking about kind of the, the progression of the legalization in general. Um, mine is kind of a Canadian specific, but it's what kind of happens when you do get um, the ability to research with this shit rather than having to go through all the fucking red tape of, of, uh, researching a schedule one substance with no medicinal value, blah, 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 right? So mm-hmm. um, canopy of all people, canopy growth, one of the, the biggest, if not the biggest cannabis company in Canada has uh, completed, or there was a study completed that I would imagine they funded. I don't know how much they actually had to do with it, but um, on the long-term effects of CBD um, in terms of its toxicity and- um, Does it kill people? Yeah, well, basically, right? I mean, everybody knows it doesn't because of anecdotal. Like, we've been using the shit for thousands of years, and and to this to this date, there's been nobody that's been killed by the chemicals in cannabis. But obviously, you need it to be proved scientifically. So they were doing some studies on this. It's uh, called let me get this right, Canorhabitidesis <laughs> elegans. It's, it's a worm that shares... I think that was right, mate, perfect. Yeah, pretty fucking close. <laughs> if you see the word. I couldn't do any almost, better. So. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so it shares 68% of the genes with humans, So and it has a comparatively short lifespan, which makes it a really good uh, thing to study in terms of this kind of shit. And the results said that CBD did not demonstrate any degree of acute or lifelong toxicity related to liabilities at the physiological concentrations, but instead CBD actually extended the mean lifespan up to 18% and increased late stage life activity by up to 206% compared to the untreated controls. So um, what they found was not only did it not, you know, have detrimental effects, but it actually made old people fucking want to go and dance and ride their bikes around basically kind of shit. Right. Because the old worms were fucking giving her. So, yeah, it's it's very, very uh, positive 
results that obviously we kind of expected based on everybody's results using it for, you know, the, the CBD craze be what it is that it, it does have a lot of bullshit out there, but if you do get good stuff and you use it properly, it, it does have great uh, results for alleviating arthritis and all kinds of different shit like that. So this is nice to see this, this actual scientific evidence published in a real journal and all that kind of bullshit, because it just, it gives us more ammunition and it, it crazy man, all this yeah, like being done now, it's been legalized in loads of different places. Mm. Right. So that shit Ed Rosenthal was talking about last week was epic, you know. Yeah. The study is on in my uh in the science section in the Percy's and mm-hmm. in the, the Google Drive thing if anybody actually wants to read it. But uh yeah, pretty cool. Long. Yeah, it is long. But... Maybe you should read it give like an audio version. You could do an audio book version for us, man. Read it for us. In that sure. in that English voice, you do. <laughs> well, I can only say one fucking phrase with that because I can't. I can't you actually talk with that. I yeah, can man, only you, mimic, like I yeah, said. You could wing it, mate. It'd be all right. Yeah, CBD for the win, man. You know, it, they say it works for everything. That's what they're doing. It's snake oil out there. What could we say that it doesn't do? You know, honestly, that's what I would like to see a study based. Well, Forget about it. For just this, this, and this. It ain't nothing. Yeah, it doesn't fix impotence. Well, I mean, I'm sure somebody's made that claim, though. Huh? No, it's, it's, it's a wonderful, but it's a wonderful cannabis, but it, it's not a cure-all. We all know that. No, no, for sure. CBD so any is... Forums. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry, I was please. just going to tangentially go on about other cannabis. Tangent? Acid for, tangent? Can we do one you, of those? You know we don't do tangents. No. That's enough. See, some desist. I'm saying very quiet here in the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, Look what you do now, GB. Just going off on your tangent over there. Be a con. <laughs> it's uh well forum news we've got this week. The rock mm. paper scissors has been oh, going yeah, on and uh finals. Who made it oh. to the final again? Was it Cody and Urban? Was it Cody and Urban for first yeah. and second? Yes, yes. Lucky guys. And the final have, will uh, happen tomorrow, I think. More forum news. Mackie's been buggering about again and everything's moved. Well, so what's moved? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anything moved. Well, a certain uh, <laughs> used to be a, a maybe a recent red post area now could something else unread unread post in the sidebar. Everybody, that's what they're complaining about. If, if you would like me, if anybody would like me to put <laughs> that back, <laughs> just let me know, man. It takes me, it takes me like thirty <laughs> seconds. Don't get involved, GP. Don't encourage him, mate. And keep don't, pulling stay the on chain. my side, man. <laughs> so every time we figure it out, every time yes. we know how to go through the whole form and find. Everything that's newly read, he changes it, and, that, and we're all scrambling and looking for more ways, and it's quite oh, well. fun. So it, that's what's moved. Yes. <laughs> so it we grouse at him, and he grouses back at us. But I had I the I know Mackie hates it when I say I don't notice that man either. Fucking things. Where is this change? It's because I'm not. It's seeing not it. even the CGB. Don't listen to him. GB it, just it, hangs out in chat. He has another forum. He's trying to troll, man. not on the chat page, GB doesn't know where to find you. <laughs> Oi, listen. We're yeah, keeping you in the well, manner really you've true. become accustomed to. Yes, man. You're surrounded by trolls, believe yes. it or not. You've got to stay on point, man. That's well, of course. We've got to keep you trained up, man. Yes. If I'm willing to be the troll, and I am the king troll. Yeah. Well, the, king of trolls, you know. the king of troll lives in the same house as you, mate, but it ain't oh, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Well, so I think that's all the forum news then. And then uh, we, should, uh, news, so we got Blood of the Month and Plan of the Month threads up finally. So we got the Sunday threads up. Shortly. So Sweet. those entries are open. We have. So get your, get your entries. I might have been into that this month. What, yeah. we, we do the city, bud. 
Better than mint. Well, yeah, she did bird. You can't see seeds. <laughs> well, it doesn't make any difference. It just makes the bird look extra fat. We didn't say there was. <laughs> look at the size of this cola. No, actually. <laughs> Well, I can't do I can't do seeded bud, can I? Because I ain't got I ain't got it with a picture and a Percy's and a what's it and everything else. So I'll do I'll do the current one and I'll I'll follow the rules and send like anonymously. There's some shout outs there yeah. to uh, some yeah. Facebook groups that share that stuff again because I like to shout them guys out because we we do appreciate it. It's how we get spread around, you know. So uh, the Northern Ireland Cannabis Club again, they shouted us out this week. Thank you very much. Cannabis Growers United. They're, they're new guys. I haven't seen them share our stuff before. So, you know, thank yeah. you very much, man. We appreciate it. Absolutely. And of course, out of the closet, Cannabis Club. Always good friends of ours, man. They always share our stuff. So if you're on Facebook and you're looking for groups to join, give them a shout out and let them know that you came from High on Homegrown. Yes, yes. Anything else there? We're done. Moving on. Going once, going twice. Here's the famous stoner. A smooth one second fade in between scenes. <laughs> so what are we saying, GB? This is all you. Oh, right. So tonight, folks, we're going to tell you about a legend or the legend himself. He is the Buffalo soldier who shot the sheriff, but he was not taking the charge <laughs> for shooting the deputy. He found his redemption in the arms of three little birds, but he never cried because he never had no woman. <laughs> who is it, Tonight, GB? I, you, who who I have no it idea. It is Mr. Bob Marley. <laughs> nice. I can't believe he's been this oh. long until we've got to Bob Marley. So you know, there is, there is so yeah, much. Yeah. And Bob, really, I say this all the time. Now, didn't, didn't he do some music or something? Or wasn't he famous for that? Or, or... I think it was a oh, film or something. He wrote a book. Legend kind of springs to mind. Yeah, but as I was saying, lads, um, yeah, this could really Bob should be given the entire show mm. to himself. But we will, we, we we have condensed it down as much as I can. So, like, when you think about it, like with Bob Marley, how many fucking metric tons of blood have been born while listening, while people listen yeah, to Legend oh in the background, no you know. Not only that, like how many people's forced experiences of the fucking ganja have taken place beneath the fucking green and yellow and red fucking tapestries with Bob's face in the middle. Mm -hmm. He's a big inspiration for cannabis all over the world. Uh, Unbelievable. And and I tell you, a lot of people didn't know he wasn't a big, big fan of recreational. Mm. It was religious. It was was the smoke. Right. No, he he was um it was all religion and it was fucking like a, a medical medical thing for him. But anyway, we get back to it. You know, well, Bob was born on the sixth of February in nineteen forty-five in a small village of nine miles in the rural Saint Anne's parish in Jamaica. Um, he was a child of two worlds. Um, he is the son of an African Jamaican teenager named Cadella or Sidella Brooker or Booker um, and an older army captain by the name of Norval Sinclair Marley. Now Norval was a white man who was 60 and he was an overseer of a plantation and a former army, um, an English army captain and Sidella or Cadella, I can't pronounce her name, I'm sorry. Um, she was only a young 18 year old girl. You know? oh. So they got married 
either way, he's he they got married, but um he was an absentee father, you could say. Right. Um, he didn't really have a, he wasn't involved in the life, didn't do anything, but he did financially support them. But that all kind of stopped when he died of a heart attack when he in 1955, leaving fucking young Bob and his mammy potless, you know, and like no support of the family. So it um they they had to fucking their fortunes changed for the worse and it prompted her to move to Trenchtown to a slum in Trenchtown in Kingston. Right. It was a, and Trenchtown was where the future line of Zion began to raise to rise to the international fame of twin zephyries of reggae and Afro Caribbean religious devotion. Uh-huh. It was there in the small country's toughest neighbourhood that he was reunited with Bunny Livingston, a former childhood friend from Nine Mile. And um, he was reintroduced to reggae music and the belief system of Rastafari because he was actually raised a Catholic. Was he? He was raised a Catholic by his mother and he was um, he was a... He was um, a staunch Catholic as well. No, I don't think Catholics no. would approve of that ganja. No, well, but you see, no, if, really if you not. look at the thing, the, the way the Rastafarians look at cannabis and yeah. ganja is the exact same way as the Roman Catholics look at the body of Christ, okay. the little piece of bread. It's the same concept. They are taking the body, the the kind of they're taking the God the into cannabis, them. Right. That is the sacrament of the Rastafarian faith. Right. Yeah. It's fucking pretty cool. But um and did you did uh, a lot of people don't know this. Bob's name is actually Robert Nesta Marley. Mm. But some sources give it as Nesta Robert Marley because there's a story that goes when Marley was only a boy that um the Jamaican passport official who was given doing a passport for him changed his name on the passport and legally his name was changed because he thought Nesta sounded too much like a girl's name. <laughs> so his name is supposedly Nesta Robert Marley. So that's something. Um, I thought it would be pretty shitty if it's true. You know, yeah. Why would somebody change someone's name just because it was... Anyway, let's not go off with too many tangents. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's a five to eight well, minute section. So five to yeah. eight minute section. So where are we? Reggae music. That's what we are. We go into reggae. Reggae music is is more than a genre. It's like a a way of life. Um, it's a it's a faith that has its roots going back to the Old Testament and the Bible. Um. It's it's got so much. I can't go into all that. That's too much. Sorry, sorry. You said yeah. before the show, I've you got know, it written all down on paper, so I'm going to be able to keep track of everything today. Yeah, <laughs> you see, I changed. I changed tact, people, because I am old fashioned. As in, I like to write shit down with pen and paper. <laughs> but today, I typed it out thinking it would be a bit better but um yeah no it's not because i'm losing where i am on the screen so um (laughs) we will be going back to fucking pen and paper from next week um so yeah um, bob bob went on and founded many bands um but his most famous one is obviously bob marley and the whalers with um bunny and peter tosh were the primary founding founders of all of the bands that they were in um there was a couple of them and they went off 
went their separate ways. Mm. I bet you they were kicking their fucking ass that they went their separate ways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Peter Tosh is pretty fucking legendary too, man. Yeah, he is. Bunny Whaler. Yeah, Tosh is cool. I saw Bunny Whaler not too long ago, a couple of years. Yeah. Mm. It was cool. But yeah, they, they, they went down and we all know the songs, Buffalo Soldier, Redemption Song, Three Little Boards, Kaya. You know, you know that they open a portal in our hearts, like absolutely. And you know, you, you feel, you feel, and you that's it, man. You reggae f- music makes you feel oh, summery, you know? you know, yeah. And especially if you're smoking a big fat J, mm. man, like you can actually feel the emotions that Bob is preaching mm. from his heart whenever you're listening to the annual legendary ta- tracks. Baseman Bass said, they oh. hit that like button if you're stoned and having fun. Yes, yes, mm. hit that like button and smash it, share. Then we will, um. We'll close it up shortly, um, and it was shortly <laughs> after. It was shortly after the the legendary album called Legend Album, right? That Bob was diagnosed with cancer. Right. It was a serious form of cancer that was actually found below his toenail, and many people claimed that it was actually that he died from an injury that he got from playing football in his bare feet. But this was not so. Yeah. I heard two different stories. One was it was gangrene on the toe, and one was cancer. But it was cancer. It was cancer. Yeah, no, I've heard that story as well, that he got gangrene from that. He got a to- an infection, like an ingrown toenail yeah, yeah. infection from it. He got gangrene. And because the Rastafarian fate doesn't allow cutting into the bottom body, yeah. it'll allow light kind of grazing or scarring, as such, right. but not kind of deep cutting. The doctors wanted, when they found out, because it was a, a pretty serious form of cancer, and it's it was not even recognized, or not recognized, it wasn't um, spoken about or oh. talked about openly. Why? Because it was a form of cancer that is predominantly only in African-American or Afro-Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd heard people, the cancer was like underneath the big toenail or something. It Is was that true? under. Yeah, yeah, no, it was underneath the big toenail. So wow. what happened, what he agreed to do was he got the toenail removed. So they removed the toenail, they removed the bed, the toenail bed, and then they done a skin graft from his um, thigh mm-hmm. and put that down over the wound. He didn't give it very long. You know, he... Um, Right. He went straight back out onto on tour, and he was in the middle of a world tour when um, he got pretty sick because the cancer, unfortunately, had spread through his entire body. Right. And Bob, unfortunately, left us on the 11th of May in 1981, aged just 36. That's lame as fuck. Yeah. Now, Bob had many kids, like... Um, and they've all gone on to do fantastic works mm-hmm. um, in music. Um, a lot of people don't know that Bob actually received a full state funeral in his beloved Jamaica. Cool. And he was buried with his guitar. And I would at least like to know he was buried with a, with a fucking Henry in his pocket to help him no out doubt. his way. An ounce, bro. You no. know, he would have been. Yeah. Really? Probably filled up the rest really? of the space in the coffin with buds, you know. Yeah. <laughs> coffin was made out of hemp. So and yeah, and tragic um, shit. Although, though. You know, imagine what he could have made if he had a fucking thirty years. Oh, man, really? it'd be amazing. You know? no, but then, the... like, as sorry, but, um, monkey. As uh, I just finish this quick. Yeah, no, um, no problem. Man. As we all, as I said already, like Bob was rarely seen without a spliff in his yammer. But he was opposed to the recreational use of the ganja. It was all. It was. Um, in his eyes, it was to be used as a medicine and as a way for meditating and bringing them closer to Spiritual. Yah. 
Mm-hmm. It was all spiritual, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was opposed. He was opposed to the criminalization of it because he knew back then, and even back then, and I, a lot of people did know that. It, the whole criminalization of cannabis from the 50s, 60s kind of thing onwards was purely to keep the black and brown peoples down. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Um, and in his words, I will leave it at this. He said, get up, stand up, stand up for your rights. Mm-hmm. Get up, stand up. Don't fucking give up that fuss. <laughs> oh, so Paraphrasing. yeah, that is Bob Marley, my friends. And I, I'm sorry, I put, Awful fucking! I ruined his last words. <laughs> you know, but they weren't his last words, but I t- yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah, nice. Bob, what a legend! You know, we story. all know Bob Marley. Everybody knows Bob Being Marley. A- sorry, t- sorry, yeah. okay. the story. Oh, sorry, talking, I was that talking about. I heard the story about him the assassination attempt. You know, he was shot, um, went to the hospital, got patched up, and he had a, he had a, a show to get back out there, and he actually you know got out got out. Not released himself from the hospital and went and did the show and asked him why. He says, "Well, the haters don't take a day off." <laughs> uh, that was that. That's true. He Legend. fucking he was. Sh- when was he? He was shot. And- Crazy man. He didn't give up. He went right back out there, still weak from the bullet wound, and did the show. Mm. Wow! I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, his um, his wife was actually shot in the head as well at the same time. Really? Yeah. His wife Rita was shot in the head. Yeah. I think yeah, she survived. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tough life for these guys, man. Fuck's sake. Uh-huh. They deserve they deserve all our all our uh, gratitude and admiration. You know, and you know it's because it's simply because of the color of his skin. That's sad. Mm. That's so sad. Crazy. And yet, you know, he was used to be called White Boy as a drug regime because obviously yeah. he his his pops was um was a white man. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so like he 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 had a kind of on both sides yeah, because he wasn't he wasn't fully accepted in in the kind of Africa or the Afro Caribbean side of Jamaican, but he wasn't accepted by the white Jamaicans either. You know, so. there's no stranger to discrimination there, but look how much love <laughs> no. he still had to give for his music. Ah, uh, unbelievable. I love it. I love Marley. I fucking I rock along. So we could uh, an awful lot of we could sit and talk about him all day, Mary. but we do have grow guys to get onto. Let's do this. Okay. So we're talking about cleaning your grow tent this week and making sure, not just your grow tent, but everything. Because the cleaner you can keep everything, then the less risk you have of having bugs and mold and all that shit moving. To some extent, I suppose, because if you're growing in living soil, you don't want to keep that too clean. That needs to be uh, full of bacteria. That needs to be dirty. Well, the right bacteria, though. Huh? So, uh, where should we begin with this? Well, obviously, when you first set up your grow tent, whether it's brand new or not, you should clean it thoroughly before you put anything into it. Is there any particular products that you guys use to clean Milton your grow tent? Fluid. That's what I'm saying, Zian. Milton's good shit. Milton's beautiful shit, and it smells lovely too. It doesn't smell like bleach. Mm. It smells like babies. <laughs> and that's it. Milton is a sterilization fluid they use to sterilize babies' bottles and shit like that. So it's uh, after 15 minutes, it's safe to use, you know? So that, that's the shit I like to use. And like Zian said, it doesn't have a strong smell to it like bleach has. Yeah. That seems... That's a really good idea. Like... Um, not pharmaceutical grade, obviously, but yeah, some of those like disinfectants that 
like they use in, in sterile environments would be really ideal because they're they're made to be you know they don't wreck shit because you're putting them on everything but they're also extremely good at killing fungus and bacteria and viruses and all the shit that you don't want in there because that's yeah. the biggest thing you know keeping that shit clean keep your grow tank clean and and then put your plants in there and uh, you get when you usually get a grow tent as well you'll get um something called a spill tray make sure that's installed too because that is like an extra layer so when you do spill water because i say when because you will then it doesn't go all over the bottom of the grow tent and leak out of it it's more waterproof so the, make sure that that's put in there as well and that needs to be clean too no dust uh, you know and any resins on the side of the walls from the last grow because that happens mm-hmm. too you know when the flowering and it's rubbing against the side of the tent then that shit's gonna gather over time and you want to get that shit off before you start a new grow well so once the uh, grow tent is clean by using milton I, I think that's what monkey what do you use to clean yours um i'm i'm don't use milton i use a vinegar and water solution white vinegar with water okay about the 25 percent white vinegar and i just spray that down and wipe it off that smell though it's a I don't mind the smell. I mean, my wife hates it. She won't come near the place when I use it. The people say it smells bad, but I don't mind the smell of vinegar. Mm, and it's very, uh, it's mild on, on the products. It doesn't really wreck anything. So right. I like to use it. It's cheap too, right? Vinegar is fucking cheap. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, I get a gallon of it for next to nothing, um, yeah, but I mean, it does, and it, it works. It's, it's just an old time cleaner. So that oh, just really. breaks out all the dirt and the grease and... Yeah, and the high acidity will attack the bacteria and microbes, you know, so it kind of neutralizes them with a pH blast, if you will. Right. So it does clean and sterilize pretty well. I mean, it's not going to be bleach sterile, but it's going to clean. You could do a, like, take a spit of 70% isopropyl after you've wiped the, like the, you know, I say chunky stuff, but just the, the dust and all that kind of stuff that ISO is obviously not going to dissolve. But just as a, as a cover, yeah, I like to spray mine down with 70% because that, that stuff evaporates. It does smell, you know, but it, it evaporates pretty quick and it's an yeah. excellent disinfectant. Like we use it at work all the time on, on mm. stuff for that exact reason. Um, and we, we have to have a super sterile environment at work and it's ISO, ISO, ISO everywhere. So ISO is great and it's relatively cheap, but... I mean, it is kind of abrasive if you use it too much or you get it on your skin a whole bunch and stuff like that. So, um, but it is it's an option too, for sure. And you always have to be careful. What you, sorry, Zian. I've got, I've got a bit of a thing about um, um, vinegar and citrix and stuff like that on uh, galvanized flipping coatings on poles in tents. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, of, yeah. It's got a bit of a reactivity. It, yeah. yeah, well, bleach would as well though, wouldn't it? Not as much, I don't think. Not as okay. much. I mean, ble- bleach is an alkali, isn't it? Whereas, mm-hmm. right, um, right. You, know, yeah. you have to watch what you use when you clean your grow tent as well, because it could be yeah. corrosive to the actual mylar yeah, on the inside sure. and reduce the re- reflectiveness of it. And obviously, you don't you want that. Dilute the fuck out of it. With bleach, you only want like I only put in like ten mils in a, yeah, yeah, like five percent, something like that. So a bit of right. a little, a little bleach. Well, right, my what do you use? Um, I normally use uh, just a, a light bleach, light bleach solution. <laughs> uh, that's what I used to use back in the day. I actually haven't cleaned any of my tents in the last couple of grows because I have had gone from one tent to another tent to another tent, and I've used brand new buckets or pots on each grow, so I haven't cleaned anything. Wow! So I'll be gone. I'm actually, I'm, I'm. 
quite delighted about this segment because I'm going to be cleaning out one of my tents tomorrow. Well, obviously, mm-hmm. so, the first thing you do if you haven't set up the tent, you know, you've had plants in it, then get everything out so you just have the grow tent on its own, mm-hmm. obviously, and clean that. Just clean as much of it as you can. Uh, the Chilbert, they said he uses a uh, washing up liquid. You can do that if you want to, but it gets frothy. You know, that gets that yeah, easy way to kill that froth is come back with a with a vinegar water rinse. Right, the, right. the acid will just. I'm serious. It'll just kill. You got shares of vinegar that. or something? What's going on here? <laughs> I love my vinegar. Monkey vinegar plant. <laughs> I have stock in the vinegar. For people, so. <laughs> this is why I got 500 liters in my back garden. <laughs> I've got some for cheap. Let me know. You know, everybody all... need vinegar. Everybody <laughs> need vinegar. I'm your hookup, man. Yeah, you know, I like to clean. The worst thing is fans. They get yeah, filthy, you know, over it. a growth. Yeah. Done with a toothbrush. Uh, yeah, shocking. Just buy a new fan. Yeah, that's that's what I think yeah, as well. Pretty much. If you have to turn it off, then don't turn it back on again. You just go get a new nah, one. Especially <laughs> them cheap bloody Ram fans. I've got to say this because they got plastic bearings in them. Don't ever turn them off because mm. you probably really struggle if you've had them a while to get them back running yeah what else not to do with those fans Uh, this is something i only figured out if you have i draw from one tent into another tent so i don't bother with a with a carbon filter in one tent i stupidly put my ram fan underneath the extraction so it was fighting against, <laughs> right? Did it? And I didn't realize, lads. I could smell fucking Burning like fan. what's the fucking burning plastic for uh-huh. days, and I was going. I couldn't find anything oh, looking no. around, and then I stuck the head in the tent, and I seen the fucking fan was barely moving, and there was like <laughs> smoking, smoking <laughs> fucking <laughs> shit coming dropping off it. Man, I shit myself. Oh, it's like I, I, I grow in a wooden room. Yeah. There's nice fun there from Wally there. Uh, Use a car tire pump to blow the fluff off the fans and shit. What I like to do to clean clean my tower fan is, you know, the compressed, to get the can of compressed um, air you can get for cleaning off your um, motherboard or shit in your thing. I use that because it has like the long thing that you can kind of stick in there right to where you need to get it to them. Yeah, Um, that'd be... Good. It works. Yeah, yeah, it works. It doesn't work on everything. nasty, though, man. Like, mm. Really? Yeah, but the one thing you want to be careful about, if you're using compressed air to clean fan blades, put your finger don't on it. Let don't let those, uh, don't don't let let those the, Ram fans catch. No, don't let don't over, tor- over RPM those fans. You blow the bearings yeah. fast. So. Oh yeah, good. Unplug and while you're putting the air on. Unplug any electrical device before you clean. Do this. <laughs> Lock it out, man. Of course. <laughs> Just stick your finger in the hole. Make sure the touch pin. Starts whining like a like a siren. Yeah, fans are the worst to clean. It's easier to just get another one. That's what yeah. I find. I just buy cheap ones. Yeah. But a, a yeah. good way to reduce the amount of dust that gets into your grow room in your in the first place, you know, after a few grows, then you'll have old carbon filters that are no no longer like tr- getting rid of the smell, but they can still reduce the amount of dust getting into the room. So if you can have that on your intake, even as passive, it will still reduce the amount of dust getting into the grow room. You see around the vents across the bottom as well. You, you know, uh, you got yeah. the Velcro vents yeah. at the bottom. You, you get dust. Yeah. Those get covered, covered man. So Vacuum that shit. It's all the shit that's trying to be pulled in through the air. Yeah, that's yeah. That's getting filled mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I have, um, 
you know the secret gardens or secret gardens. Yeah, yeah. The, the I have the DS. I think it's five. The Dark Street Five. It comes. It has no holes in it. It's got no vents, no nothing. You cut out your own. Yeah. Um, intake and uh, um. That's the extraction kind of holes. But on the intake hole, it actually when they they provide you with two kind of fan or slip covers and they put a filter down in the middle of it so it does stop the it stops an awful lot of the shit kind yeah. of dragging yeah, it in with the air yeah, realize, it's yeah. cool. if you mm. could just could reduce a, that much then it keeps the room clean in the first place yeah yeah tj you could outfit it with a smaller micron like because those screens are i don't know what micron size they'd be probably like you know, they're, not great. Big, so they're not super small. More for stopping the bugs than uh, dust, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, dust. Uh, you really need more of like a HEPA filter doing intake through that filter, pushing air in that's clean, and then filtering it going out for smell purposes. I guess some people do that too. That that's like the ideal, ultimate yeah. IPM. But uh, you got to pushing air is a lot harder to do than pulling air, um, and then you got to balance the intake with the outtake and all that shit. So a little bit more complicated, but yeah. If you need to, it's worth it. So then, yeah. uh, Galander asked earlier as well. Well, let's just ask that one for Galander. Live support, what vapor temp for scissor hash? Anybody know? Oh, I do. Uh, wouldn't it be? Well, I mean, it's effectively it's just resin, so it'd be the same temperatures as <clears throat> normal, but it's just you're probably going to have a bunch of fucking goopy shit in your vape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he uses a, if if he uses a drip pad or um, you know, a small little drip. Yeah, I guess drip crafties come underneath. It should be all right. Yeah, the crafties come and the mighties come with them. Yeah, they should be all right with that. It'll it'll sit on top of it. I'd I'd knock it out at about 200 degrees Celsius. Yeah. I don't know what I that is. I think mine's like 210 or something like my crafty set. Yeah. Hmm. I, I'd leave it just, I, I think my, I think the crafties and moities go up to, yeah. is it 210 or 220? Mine's at 378 Fahrenheit. I know that. So, so um, what else? Where am I fucking, oh, there it is. Back, back to cleaning and shit. You know, yeah. after harvest, do yeah. you clean, you know, after you chop down your plants before you hang up, your plants to dry in the same grow tent maybe do you use a different one or do you clean the grow tent before you dry in it i hang in the same i I, as soon as they chop down they go straight into the hanging net in the same tent i don't clean the room in between because i don't want to let let them any smells any other smells or or any other things seep into the boat Mm -hmm. For me, no, I think you're better off afterwards. It depends. Um, if I have issues, like if I've never had powdery mildew, knock on wood. Yeah. Which is weird because I've been growing for a long time, but knock on a lot of wood. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've if got I have, I'm always knocking on wood. <laughs> bud rot I've had and stuff. So if I have something like that in there, then yeah, I'll give it a good clean because I do use mm. my tents to dry as well. But yeah. usually if I don't have any issues, um, then I'll just like vacuum the, the dead bugs and dirt and shit nice. off the floor that I've dropped and then mm. go find what I do as well. I've got a separate. Yeah. Just separate speaking about uh, bugs yeah. as well, yeah, what, is there anything in particular that you'll do differently when you have bugs? Do you do deep clean? What are you saying, CM? No, I've got no bugs. I've got flipping chemical assistance. Or anything <laughs> yeah, anything live goes into my tent, it's, it's dead within minutes. <laughs> you know, every time you go to water your plants, you get dizzy yourself. No, no, it don't affect me at all. It don't affect me at all. I'm sound. I Keeps the right canary in there. Right. No, no, no. I sleep right next to the other tent, right next to the fucking air intake, mate. So it's it's not a problem. Not a problem at all. 
If I, if I suddenly don't turn up for <laughs> one show one week and you can't get hold of me, then it might have become a problem. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, we're all Until then, we're good. <laughs> the hot <laughs> shot strips. Damn. We get away with spraying all sorts of shit over the plants and vegetables in this country for years. Again, like I said, I've been smoking dodgy shit for years. So Yeah. I don't even know how we survived this long. Well, it's true. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so that's a, when it comes to cleaning, that's about it, really. You know, that just don't use anything too strong on the walls. Uh, support monkey by buying vinegar and using yeah. vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> support the monkey vinegar empire. Monkey <laughs> vinegar. Coming to a grow shop near you. Monkey vinegar. But you know, the whole, when, when you see leaves dying on your plant as well, this this is one. Don't remove it straight away. Let it actually die oh, yeah, first. Let it die you know, don't off. pull it off. Yeah. When you can remove it without it being pulled, then take it away. But and just don't leave the dead stuff lying in there for too long because if you get a lot of it, then it's going to uh, start attracting bugs and mold and shit like that. And you don't want them. So take off yeah. any dead leaves, especially if they're falling off the plant as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, just just, just keep plant these tidy and trim. Yeah, yeah. And don't panic. That's the yeah, main thing. Panicking. Don't panic if you yeah. have a couple of fucking shitty leaves on the plant. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, the ain't gonna hurt nothing, man. Yeah, unless you well, it's not even that, like everybody. It don't really yeah, matter, you, really, does it? Yeah. yeah. No, well, you think of it yourself. Nobody goes through life without any fucking gashes or like any fucking oddities yeah. on their body. So you're not going to fucking panic over fucking oddities. If you have a, I have no oddities. <laughs> no. Really. You know, like a spot or a fucking yeah. skin tag or a fucking, yeah, so, you know, a mole or a Let's count three eyeballs. So, you know, try and reduce well, the amount of dust yeah. going into the grow room in the first place by keeping your intake covered with an old carbon filter. Uh, don't use anything too corrosive on the side of the grow tent because you might damage the reflectiveness of it. And you don't want to do that. You, you want to keep it as reflective as possible. But keep your grow tent clean, man. After every grow, just give it a wipe down with some, some vinegar, some Milton, some light bleach. Just don't go too strong with it. You just want to get rid of old dust and any old bugs if it's in there. Good vacuum. Right, and then so go again. easier to fix these it's problems better, before they happen. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is the Prevention thing. is better than cure. Keep your grow room clean. Resetting, cleaning up the grow room to reset it. Um, what do y'all do? I mean, I use plastic pots, and some of you guys use air pots. Some of you use cloth. Air pots are a how bastard, you, mate. Fucking because yeah, when you, you clean those, I mean, I clean my regular nursery pots with you know uh, bleach. Solution. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. soak yeah. mine in Milton or, or bleach. Scrub the for a fuck while. out of those. Yeah, I mean, I used to think that was crazy when I first started gardening years ago. I said, well, you're only going to put dirt back in it, but man, it really can make a difference. No, well, if, yeah, if you have any pathogens, man, they stay dormant in mm-hmm. that soil, and mm-hmm. like it only takes right. a little bit. So. The biggest problem I find is the, uh, the the salt builder. You know, when you you might not yeah, get it, you know, it's not I gave up, man. I just got white crust on mine. I don't like those very much, to be honest. Yeah, so you soak them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you still don't come off. You're seriously good, too, of course. They know fabric pots, how do you clean them? This is another thing, fabric pots, right? Uh, if you're growing with salt, it's probably grown in cocoa if you're using fabric pots. They might develop like white residue around the outside, and it can seem as if that's mold. And it probably isn't mold, especially if you've got a fan down there keeping the air moving. Just make sure it, if you haven't got air moving down there, it might be mold. But it's, it might be salt buildup from the pots after the runoff has come running out of it loads of times. So don't panic too much if you see things like that either. Yeah. That and scrape it off. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. If, if it's crunchy it and shit, then probably salt. 
It's salt. salt. It, I get a lot of it. I get a lot of the salt buildup. I get it, man. My, my, trays. Yeah. my super soil, for sure. Mm. It's just, that's what happens when you dissolve salt and then evaporate the water. You have yeah. the leftover shit, regardless of where it comes from. And it a, won't come off, man. Fucking, you yeah, get a hammer exactly. chisel on that shit. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Mm. Uh, well, I, we should move I on to strain of the week. So, Sorry, TJ, okay. you want to finish that? Well, I was just... Just going to say quickly that if you do have like a really bad mite infestation or like mites, especially because they're so small and it's difficult to, to get rid of them once, once they're kind of in there. Um, these advice that I got from the university here, the, the agriculture greenhouse, if you bake your tent somehow, like if you put them into heaters in there and put, get it up to like 45 fucking Celsius. Yeah. That's nice. a really good way to sterilize shit too. Yeah. Um, I have little... a great way of sterilizing as well. It's called the fucking gasoline and a match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't use it again after that though. Right. So, uh, too for both, yeah, man, so. nice and easy. Just keep your shit clean and it'll, it'll be all sweet, man. It's not difficult to do. You just have to push yourself to do it. That's the thing. You know, the, the most difficult thing is, is getting started. Cleanliness <laughs> next to godliness. So, monkey, let's say. do this strain of the week. Let's do it. Ah. It was a power this week because it's okay, changed a little. Yeah. Power. Since you give me a power this week, we'll go ahead and, and let's do the strain of the week. We'll talk about LSD. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Now, LSD, we're not talking about the narcotic or the... the uh, psychoactive uh, drug, we're talking about cannabis. And LSD is a strain that was bred by Barney's Farm by crossing our good old friend Skunk Number One. Again, here we go back to Skunk Number mm -hmm. One again. Classic. With yeah. Mazar. <laughs> and what it ends up with is you end up with a plant that's about 55% indica, about 45% sativa. And this was one of the seeds that I did purchase really, really early when I started growing because, you know, reading through the seed catalog, they talk about warning, not for, not for uh, inexperienced uh, users. I'm going like, hell, you got to get that one. Yes. <laughs> so definitely bought those seeds, no doubt. Bought them from Barney's. And uh, it's good. It actually was a good grow. This was like my third grow. I, I was, and it was amazingly easy with these seeds, I'd have to say. Um, it rolls in at about 25% THC, which is extremely high mm. for, you know, for me at least. I thought that was like an impressive thing. But I also had the, uh, the experience after I grew this strain of unfortunately testing it on a newbie who <laughs> just happened to be there. <laughs> you had we to look after him for a couple of hours. Oh, oh well, not really. We kind of left him with with his uh, with his significant other, and and he was he was looked after. But I remember. Uh, I don't care. Somebody else's problem. <laughs> he off that joint, and he laid back there, and he didn't move for about thirty minutes. Oh no! <laughs> I finished the rest of the joint, of course. <laughs> That's the best day. It was, and then rolled another. I felt sorry. It kind of almost made me feel bad, you know, but I laugh about it now. <laughs> Save so your pity like, for the week. Flowering. And so you're just going to keep a short to medium sized plant. It'll finish in about oh, nine ish weeks, uh, plus or minus, like that, like anything else. And now, this, the thing about LSD is if you ask 
anybody who grows it, what it tastes like, you're going to get a ton of different answers because it's so many different flavors. It, it's every time you grow it, different phenos come up. But being coming from a skunk and a mazar, you're going to find a little bit of citrus in there, maybe some uh, linalool, you know, that, that uh, mm. goodness in there. But uh, it was so strange because I've, I've grown it two times and they were both completely different tasting with the same hard, I mean, hammer hitting high on these things. But uh, th everybody says, well, it's, it's a very psychoactive and creative high. Um, my missus would tell you differently. This one is one she smoked and I guarantee you 30 minutes later, she was out, <laughs> gone, poof. So for her, this is a nighttime strain for sure. For me, I think it's kind of a nighttime. It's a very heavy hitter. It's not something that, for me at least, that I can get a lot done with, but it's a lot, a lot of fun. It's potent. It's trippy. It only comes in fems from Barney. You can't buy the, buy the seeds in regs, but Elevate did try to recreate this and has, has released once upon a time some regs in this. So uh, they're not really available too much anymore, but you might find those around. But Barney's is the original on this one. And I would say that's the seed I would recommend. Uh, if you want to try something that's easy to grow, it, in my opinion, almost grows itself. Uh, it's an extremely strong weed, heavy, heavy producer. I mean, I can't see anything wrong with this other than it's extremely strong. Now, any home grower, if you don't want strong weed, well, stay away from this one. Mm. But Moonfog said there in the chat, the live, the live doesn't show up even when I search for it now. Had to get the link from chat. What the fuck? I don't know, man. On what? On YouTube? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't even looked at that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Straight so sorry, Monty. Though, man. So, what would you think? We would do you use this for? I mean, for me. They're saying that this would be a daytime med, 70, uh, 45, 55, uh, but it hits so hard to me. I, I can't see this being anything good, good for anything more, more than like pain, insomnia, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, the standard weed thing. Pretty much, yeah. And guess, let, let's see euphoria. what the quality are. There you go. <laughs> arrow's going to go. Hey, what do you think the effects are going to be? Yeah, euphoria. Yeah. Kind of like is LSD the same as acid? There's another cut out there called acid. No, no, it's not. The acid same. is different. Okay. It is different. Uh, LSD is strictly, well, it was like I said, it, it's a Barney's farm cut and it was strictly yeah. LSD. And, and okay. it's been copied by a few people here. You will find, you know, lookalikes and things like that. Like Fast Buds has got a, 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 an auto version of it out there. You sure. Know? Interesting. And even, yeah. Well, Barney's has got an auto version of it out there as well. So you can get this is one of those you can grow any way you want to. <laughs> different ways auto photo all i can tell you is it's strong as heck guys this is a, this is a this mm. is one for me yeah, 25 cents yeah mm. uh, anybody else grow this week for um woolly woolly has done a couple of runs right i have so he's saying here yeah and I, yeah he's giving he's giving it the seven out of ten it's one of them yeah. where it's like i think so but i'm not 100 percent sure <laughs> you did grow it, man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that good stuff. I think if if you can't remember yeah. growing it, then you probably exactly. did. Right. <laughs> it was a good weed, man. <laughs> but maybe, man. Maybe it rings a bell. Uh, I've yeah. grown so many. I don't even know. I uh, know, but you know, after after a while, I know exactly what you're talking about. One starts running into the next. You got to start looking back into the books, and I haven't been doing this as long as you have. <laughs> I ain't got books. I got a pot, and every time I take one. Because I grow with them little, uh, like, plug-in garden sticks and I write on the strain and whatever. Yeah. 
and when I finished the strain, I just chucked the, the, the stick in uh, one of them little 500 mil pots. So I've got every strain I've ever grown in there. It's like an encyclopedia. Nice. It's great. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Let me, uh, I wish I did shit like that. Yeah, me too. You know, I, I would have known, loved to have known which ones I've done and which ones I've still got to do. Also saves me if I if I know I've grown it before. I don't need to write the shit out again. I just go through the old boxes and look and say, oh yeah. But it's like the best ones stand out oh. to you, don't they? Yeah, most mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, for um, sure. Like the blue cheese and the Jack Era. Right, yeah. CBD contrary to cheese. the stereotypes, we yeah, do remember what. Uh, you know, to remember your best grows. Mm. Yeah, true. I have to say, Mazar, Mazar is a fucking nice strain. Oh, cool. Well, you know, yeah. there's there some skunk one on that. <laughs> so, uh, let's do the interview then. Should we do it? Are we ready? Are you done, monkey? Yeah, sure. Uh, Reefer Madness, let's do it. Yeah, well, Jockey Chan said there as well. Turn on the notifications. Yeah, if you, we do random streams sometimes throughout the week, just like random. And if you want to listen to them sometimes, then make sure you click the notification <laughs> button and you, you'll get a, a notification when we go live for some random stupid reason. <laughs> you never know what that's going to yeah, be. You never know what we do, man. You know, like, yeah. Oh, look, it's Wednesday. Let's go live. Let's go live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we're all here there. anyway. We might as well go live. So uh, let's jump into that interview. Because this is a good one. I enjoyed this one. Yeah, no, I quite enjoyed this. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. Like we enjoy all the interviews, you know. I say that, you know, I enjoyed this one like all the others were fucking torture. Everyone is for a different reason. They're all been such good experiences yeah. for different yeah, reasons. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was Jack, just I like talking because uh, they're, you know, they're right, like, well, it's far. Technically, Winnipeg is, I don't know how far away from, from Saskatoon, but I mean, relatively oh. close because they're Canadians. So it's cool to, to chat with the, those guys. 500 miles away, they said. Yeah, it's well, fucking far, like I said. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah. and it's around the, the corner in Canada, isn't it? it? It's oh, far yeah, for you, but in America, it's like just it's a ten minute drive, really. You know, really, <laughs> <laughs> just around the corner, man. Around the corner. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, these guys are from a podcast called Reefer Madness, which is a podcast about well, it's banned at the start, didn't I? Like uh, medical cannabis use. And they know what they're talking about, man. They're in the business, and hopefully, we're going to hook them up with an interview with uh, Dr. Peter Grinspoon in the early mm-hmm. new year oh, as well. So that's going to be a, a good show, man. Yeah, yeah. If you listen to that one. So check them out. Uh, just search Reefer Medness podcast on Google and you'll find everything you need from them. But they do tell you what their links are in the interview as well. Yeah. It's about half hour long, as usual. It does go on for a lot longer and it was a super cool conversation the whole way. So I'll edit up the rest of this and we'll send that out to the Patreons later, uh, next week sometime. Sounds like a good plan to me. Sweet. Let's do this. We're back in a bit. Uh, yeah, he's maybe he's not here yet. It's cool. it's oh, Tre- Trevor's here, and right, sweet. there we go. Hi, Kirk. hi guys. Hey guys. Uh, Kirk is going to sign in in a second. Um, no problem. Yeah. Thanks for letting us on. This will be good. Oh, it's all good. So thanks for joining us, man. Nice to see you again, Trevor. <laughs> you too. Should I call you TG or Chase on this? Is that your uh, name? Probably. It's Chase. It's Chase your name. Whatever. Really, joking. really, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Um, probably TG just for, that's how everybody else knows me. I that's, mean, it's not like you can't find me out there if you really 
Fair enough. want to, but yeah, from the high on homegrown perspective, I'm temple grower. Okay. <laughs> uh, GB has started to call you Tej now. Have you noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's getting cutesy with you, isn't he? <laughs> That's because I call him Jeeb. <laughs> Jeeb and Teague. Oh, yeah. it's so cute. You got little pet nights for each other and shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Trevor. We're kind of we're kind of informal and we just like to have fun with it. So I mean Oh, is, that that is fantastic. Don't don't That's think right. this is a regular interview. This is more of a stoner conversation. We're just gonna get to know each other. It's all we'll do. That's how we roll, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Just well, relaxed. That's, we just like to uh well, I think we have a different kind of conversation with people when we're more relaxed rather than oh, asking I, the, the same questions other interviews would ask. We just have a conversation. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, don't apologize. Kirk's listened to more of your episodes than I have, and he's more excited. Not more excited. I'm excited as well. But yeah, no, uh, we really like the way you, <laughs> you know, guys do, do what excited. you do. It's like, oh, God, man, I'm going to go spend my Saturday evening with these guys. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we don't get up here, sir. You can say whatever. We're just kind of just a bunch of guys that roll with it, whatever, how it comes. Yeah, man. No, it, no we really like what you're doing. So, uh, Reefer Madness, man, where did you get the name from? What come... <laughs> uh, because Kirk, uh, Kirk misspoke. And we said, what did you say? Well, I didn't say anything. Did you say Reefer Madness? <laughs> yes, I did. And it just kind of stuck from there. We nice. had all sorts of, we had all sorts of other silly things that weren't working very well and that one uh a misspeak turned into a that's what oh, it takes anyway it's there we go them, and you have just let and there is stuff. the man himself i was just telling them how you uh how you named the podcast oh yeah sweet how's it going kirk good thank you man how are you uh not so bad i'm good and high man so i can't complain <laughs> pleasantly <Always> dedicated <laughs> yeah nice to see you again kirk yeah nice to see you too sir Anyway, so we'll quickly introduce ourselves now we're all here. Uh, uh, I'm Mackie from Percy'sGrowRoom.com, high on homegrown. I'm from the UK. That's about it for me, really. <laughs> I, like, I like your webpage. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've yeah. been doing a lot of work on it over the last few days. Uh, yeah, I've been playing around and, uh, on it. Oh, cool. If you notice any bugs, let me know because we're just fixing things up right now. So if there's anything wrong, do let me know and I'll fix it. <laughs> Perfect. So, and uh, Monkey, do you want to say hi? Yeah, guys. Hi, it's Monkey. I'm down here. I'm, I'm in the southern U.S., down around the Gulf of Mexico area. And, you know, just okay. the whole cocoa grower, med user. That's me. Awesome. I'm, of course, you've met Temple Grow before. Yeah, we had uh, TG on a previous episode. We're a podcast. We talk about lots of cannabis stuff, but the fact I'm a pharmacist and Kirk's a nurse, we probably do more medical stuff, more medical episodes than anything else. And one of our previous guests... Uh, she had just gotten into growing her own and talked about this awesome guy, TG down the street from her who was helping her out. So we had him and her on a, on a show telling us how to, how she started a home grow. Yeah. That's Sue, right? You're talking about Sue there. From that, that's Sue Litwin. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. She's amazing. She's been on a, yeah. She's been on a good journey. She's doing very well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah she's a great lady. So, and, uh, what about you, Kirk? Well, Trevor, do you want to introduce yourself and tell people who you are? Sure. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Trevor Schufeld. I'm from Dauphin, Manitoba, Canada. You would think I'd be close to TG, but even though we're one province away, it's like 500 kilometers. Canada's <laughs> yeah. a big, empty place. That's so not far around yeah. American standards. It's just around the corner for Monkey. No, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a pharmacist and I kind of got interested in uh, cannabis through 
little old people in nursing homes. And the fact that we weren't allowed to have cannabis go into them through pharmacies seemed weird. So I called my friend Kirk, the nurse, and said, you know, we should talk about this. And it kind of turned into a podcast. Yeah. And that's a, that's a nice segue to me. My name is Kirk. I'm a registered nurse. And I grew up in the West Coast. So I, uh, Victoria, Vancouver Island off of, uh, well, off in the, if you know the West Coast of Victoria or, or, or BC. Mm-hmm. So I um, grew up in the 70s. So I knew cannabis culture back then. And of course, becoming a nurse and uh, being outside the law by being a recreational user of cannabis moving to Dauphin years later, I was a likely, likely person for Trevor to knock on the door and say, want to start talking about cannabis. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you know, wouldn't that be a a teenage boy's wet dream to become a nurse? Was it an actual knock on the door? Like old school? Yeah, literally. (laughs) Well, literally. Well, Trevor and I knew each other when I first moved to town here. We, We were friends and uh, he knocked on the door, came over, we had a beer, and we hashed over the fact that uh, legalization's coming. He's got frustrations. Mm-hmm. And I just had a general interest in, in, in learning more about cannabis uh, because of just my recreational background with it. And yeah, sure mm-hmm. enough, we, we did it. Now we're doing it as professionals, right? So um, we're also in a country that's legal. So I guess we're allowed to show our faces. Yeah, that's that's why me and Monkey are hidden and you guys and you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that from your webpage when I was reading through it. So if I could if I could pitch a, a question at you guys, um, obviously where you live, um, do you have medicinal cannabis? I, it's legal in the UK, but it's illegal? difficult to get hold of. Medical cannabis is legalized now, but okay. it's very difficult to get hold of, and it's very expensive. So how, so how do you get hold of it? Is it through like a pharmacy, a dispensary, or well, you is have it mailed? To, or? You have to be referred to a specialist clinic by your doctor. And it's not very often that a doctor is going to do that in the first place. And then if you do do that, you have to pay big consultation fees before you see the doctor. And the actual medicine itself is very expensive as well. And are you allowed to legally grow it yourself no. for medicine? Or no. all, grow, all growing is illegal? Well, there's some kind of controversy behind it because it's not like, um, and we had an interview with one of our guests recently, Trev Coleman, and he spoke about it. It's with the UK law, we police by consent. So unless there's a complaint made against you, the police won't really do anything. So if you can quietly grow and nobody really is caused by any bother, then you won't get any bother from the police. But I suppose that matters with anything. If you don't get caught, the police ain't going to fucking come and come and pick you up, you know? But it must be location, location, location also, because if you're a downtown metropolitan growing 600 plants, someone's going to smell your, mm-hmm. going to smell your, your, your crops. So you must, be, you must be very smart or have some very, very strong carbon filters. Yeah, especially when you're growing the blue cheese, which I did a couple of months ago. I've had to buy a new filter because of that. Oh. killed it. So. Yeah. I but, you it, know, it, you keep it small and you, you have your carbon filter and you follow the three rules of growing, which... I don't know if it's uh, just a UK thing, but we have yeah, three rules. You don't tell, you don't sell, and you cover the smell. So you don't tell anybody. You obviously don't sell any weed because that brings attention to you, and you're making tax-free money then, and the government don't like it when you make tax-free money. Uh-huh. And then cover the smell so nobody finds out about the smell or bothers anybody, and then you, you'll be okay. So just yeah. grow a personal amount of weed and make sure that the, the smell is covered, and you should be okay in the UK. Yeah, so people leave you alone. And how, and how about southern, southern states, monkey? 
Well, I live in a state that uh, has what, what is considered to be a comprehensive medical program. However, the comprehensive medical program, as you, if you know anything about the Southern or any, the United States, it just it changes from state to state so much. In my state, the uh, availability is through state-grown crops or state-sponsored crops. We have two universities that grow it, and then it is refined, and it's only sold in refined states. You cannot get whole flour. It is illegal. Uh, really? Yeah. To me, that's the purest form. To me, that's the most unadulterated, purest form of the medicine, mm -hmm. and that bothers me. Well, yeah. If, you, if you're a believer in that whole endocannabinoid thing, you want, you want all the stuff there with yeah. it. I do. All the tubs as well. And in the way that it's designed to not kind of put together in this amalgamation of, you know, not synthetic molecules, but, you know, they're taking terpenes out and then putting more terpenes in this. Yeah. I don't know, Basically all that kind of thing. Selling is. FSO and RSO and that kind of material. And, and it's just not the same yeah, as sure. whole flour. Cause you know, you lose a little bit when you only lose a lot, when you go through the extraction process, I believe at least. Well, the whole, Definitely you the do. whole entourage approach, you know, the fact that you got that balanced plant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree with how it was before everybody started messing with it, you know, and I've had this conversation before. It's like, is there really any land race left? I mean, there's plants that might seem like they're land race, like they've been grown for a long time, but they've still been genetically altered in some way by man over the last yeah. hundred thousand years, you know, especially in the last 10,000 years when we've had agriculture. Well, you're probably just going to have to take a trip to Kathmandu and get off the bus and walk the ditches to find yep. your, mm -hmm. find a land race. I mean, I, that's one of the things that happened to me. I had the luxury of traveling uh, Nepal back in 1985 with a horticulturalist. And uh, the, the, males, the males were in flower. So it was, mm -hmm. it was just this wonderful pollen all over the place. And my buddy went out and got his plastic bag and shook a bunch of it and raced back to the, uh, the guest house and... We were exploring male pollen hash, I guess it would have been. So No way. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Kathmandu was pretty much a blur. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke to Frenchy Cannoli, and he's been there uh, to Kathmandu as well. He said he loved yeah. the place. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I actually got into uh, got in some poetry writing. <laughs> <laughs> when you was high on hash. <laughs> well, well, the first thing we did, you know, I haven't, I don't even think I've told Trevor this story. You know, we, uh, we flew from Bangkok to Kathmandu on Thai airlines and uh, they gave us, uh, they gave my wife uh, a orchid and uh, with a pin the whole bit. So in, back in the day, you could have a pin on a plane. So we fly into Kathmandu. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> Think about it, right? They actually gave her a stick pin. Yeah. Um, so we uh, we fly into Kathmandu. We get into our hotel, and and my wife tells my buddy and I, Brent, um, you guys promised me that the first thing you don't do is get high. And we said, okay, yes, of course, of course. You know, the first thing we'll do, we'll, we'll get settled. And so of course, into, you had your fingers crossed. Well, we know, <laughs> you know what? I had, I had good intentions. But, uh, so, You're not so a nun, Michelle, you know? <laughs> I tried, I tried. Yeah. So, so Michelle, Michelle and I end up going upstairs into a couple's room, and my, our partner goes downstairs. And while he's making arrangements, the, the Lostman owner gives him a – gives him the stickiest, stickiest hash. He brings it up to the room and we're looking at each other going, well, what the hell, you know? And Michelle goes, okay, you guys, obviously we're going to have to sample this. <laughs> so, so Michelle had her orchid and the orchid had a um, aluminum foil around it. 
and it had the stick pin and there was a tray of fruit by the side of the bed. So we got the old apple out. <laughs> old then, school. <laughs> yeah, really, real old really school, old school, right? Yeah, so Ingenuity, we, yeah. Exactly. So we, so we ended up making an apple pipe using the orchid uh, aluminum foil and the stick pin to create the screen, smoked this hash, and then Brent and I went on, a, um, went on our first walk. My wife was too wasted. She couldn't, I, I think. She I couldn't walk. <laughs> she was afraid to go out on the streets, right? So, uh, yeah. so we got, so Brent and I, and this was the first time we had done Southeast Asia and we did Australia and we we're just going into the subcontinent. So this is the first time any of us were in the subcontinent. And so it was a little, well, I guess, odd, right? Mm -hmm. So we're, we're wasted walking the streets looking for a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that seg segues nicely into yeah. if you end up listening to Reefer Madness, the podcast, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of the straight man. You know, yeah. the, 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 the tie, you know, might give it away, but I'm a bit of the straight man. And, and Kirk's, Kirk has a little more lived experience. Yeah. One of the things I thought was interesting when Mackie was talking about the smell, when it's not technically legal to grow in Canada, well, Manitoba is a little different, but most places in Canada, you can grow. But just last week, our, our version of the BBC, we call it the CBC, uh, was having a, an expose in Winnipeg about people mm. uh, buying houses in Winnipeg and using yes. them as medicinal grow ups. And, I read that, yeah. And they, they're making a big deal about this. And the reason the neighbors complained was because of the smell. Now, I'm not saying you should annoy your neighbors, but the, the, the slant of the reporters was, you know, these terrible people growing medicine and you know it was going to lead to street crime i think you're kind of missing the point mm -hmm. they're doing something legal now you know they should it shouldn't stink up the neighborhood yada yada they, they could be doing it better but it was like this was uh you know hell's angels setting this up when it probably wasn't because yeah. kirk was mm -hmm. just recently talking to some people who are sort of trying to go from being home growers to micro growers and they're running into that same sort of stigma Right. I think I think some of those Trevor, some of this what the story not basically told in that story was that they were growing eight hundred plants. Whoa! Holding, so, so that's very fucking stinky. Yeah, very fucking stinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they they are um and they're they're renting houses specifically to do grow up. So mm -hmm. you can you can imagine how the mold will eventually start. But I think that's the story that that I I got out of that one, Trevor, is that. They're growing legal pot, but they're they've got three, you know, three licenses they're growing. So they're they're growing a lot of medicine. We always like to encourage whether you're growing professionally or not, you have to be a respectful grower. Whether you're growing legally or not, you have to be respectful of your neighbors and the people you live around. You know, even yeah. when you're smoking, I wouldn't encourage smoking in the street because there's kids around. The kids don't need to smile that, you know, there's specific places you should be smoking. Yeah, yeah. I just think we try to encourage people to be as responsible as possible. Just because you smoke weed, you don't have to act like a dickhead, you know? <laughs> no, yeah, not at all. Yeah, exactly. But it actually, smell, smell comes up a lot since Mackie mentioned even when you're smoking it. So what, uh, because we, again, we have a lot of medicinal patients who, you know, this might be the first time they're ever using. Mm -hmm. If they don't want all their neighbor, if they, even if they're not growing, if they're just smoking in their house, their garage, their, you know, balcony of their apartment building do you guys have any tips and tricks for them for not not, not having everyone smell what you're doing 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, it would only work at home, but you could set up a room which is specifically smoking, but you can have some extraction and a carbon filter built into that room as if it was like a grow tent. You know, so instead okay. of covering up the smell of the plants, you're covering up the smell of the smoke. Yeah. And then the smoke will be extracted out and filtered before any, anybody smells it outside. And then it yeah. won't smell. In Canada, we have garages. So that, that's, uh, that's, yeah. that's, my, yeah. that's my medicine room. Mm-hmm. But we do yeah. we do have um, people who live in small apartments who you know yeah. are using this as medicine. Right, right. Who have their landlords threatening to kick them out? It's it's not like in my experience at least vaporization isn't quite in the same like it doesn't affect me quite as much as smoking like combustion does. Uh, I prefer actual smoking like whether it's through a bong or a joint or however you do it. But if you're in that type of situation, something like this, I don't know if you can see in the yeah. screen my crafty um this is just one version of a, a portable vaporizer or you, you can get non-portable vaporizers as well such as like the volcano yeah the volcano is huge it takes up seems to take up well it takes up the whole <laughs> coffee table you and eight yeah it's, it's a it's about the size of a, a good size blender i would say mm-hmm. yeah um uh, but they work great in terms of uh, they still do smell but they're not going to smell as much and the smell dissipates quite a bit more. Like I'm, I'm using this in my house right now. I don't smoke at all in my house, but um, like give it five minutes for the furnace to run and kind of circulate the air and, and the smell will be gone in this room. But, um, and it doesn't linger. As far as you but know, you, you got nose blind to it though. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I've never had, like people have come up here that don't smoke and they're not like, oh man, it smells like weed in here or something. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's okay. Yeah. It's better than smoking it for sure yeah. as, a, as an alternative. Absolutely. Well, you know, so. it's, Again, storytelling here, you know, I, I think back of my uh, high school friends and, and the guys that who I would go to in those days to to spend my 20 bucks for a, for an ounce of commercial weed. And, an ounce uh, for 20 bucks? Well, that was four fingers, right? That's what yeah. we call it, an ounce, and that was right. commercial. That right, was, yeah. That was coast, right? <laughs> the Mohican stuff would have been 35. We called a lid. A lid was three fingers because it fit in the lid of a of a tobacco yeah. tobacco thing. I remember lids <laughs> from yep. Cheech and Chong yeah. movies. Yeah, I mean that's my decades. But uh, my friends, some of them, some guys just never got out of the basement of their parents' house. But you walk in there, and I can I can still smell the homegrown that they used to have in that in the seventies. You know, so it does get in the smell does yeah. get mm-hmm. into the house. It does definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of questions for Mackie and Mike, um, uh, Monkey. Um, so your your jurisdictions are legal for for medicine. Obviously, illegal for recreation. Yeah. Okay. So same are, here, yeah. Yeah. So are people allowed to consume their medicine in public places? No. Like, like, like respectfully, of course. Absolutely no, they'd, they'd still get uh, they'd still get prosecuted because there's no way in the UK right now to verify whether somebody using cannabis for medicine or recreationally. So they might be a medicinal patient. So it's going to have to be like Canada. It's going to have to go to court and, and create case law. Yeah, Probably it's going to be so, a yeah. difficult. More than patient. likely. I mean, I've yeah. done a little bit of cannabis tourism around the U.S. and not just here, but even even in Seattle and Portland and, and Denver, big hubs. It's still illegal to consume in public. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and that's OK. So you can have it. You just can't consume it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we that's what we call it in Canada. You know, there's legalization 2.0, hopefully um, with with the, with the uh, with the edibles. But you still can't. You still can't walk around and, and smoke like before a concert, you know, mm-hmm. how you used to yeah. in the old days, st- stand outside the fire exit and have a have a hoot before yeah. you went into the concert. Now you can't do that. 
Right. No, you just do it while you're illegal, unless, you know? <laughs> unless, unless you have your green card, then you're allowed to consume your medicine. There is that. There is yeah. that. There's a the card law. coming out in the UK pretty soon called Can Card, which is going to be for medical patients, so they can identify themselves to the police as medical users. All six of them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know how how much it's enforced or if it can be enforced, like under the you know the rights issues, the human rights stuff. But Saskatoon has enacted a bylaw where they say no usage of cannabis, medical or otherwise, doesn't matter what it is, on any public property, regardless of uh, whether you have your authorization like I do. I always complain about that because I say, like, prior to 2018 and legalization, um, as, as a registered medical patient, I had way more rights from 2014 until 2018 yeah. than I do now. Well, but again, um, federal law trumps provincial regulations, right? So, yeah. so they can give you a ticket, but they can't do anything about it. There's no, yeah. So it's just, that's right. And that's kind of what I've been told by a multitude of people, but I just, you know, I'm not the type of person that wants to have to deal with exactly. the stupid police yeah. well, doing that in the first place. And then as a everybody nurse, thinks I, the war is over, but it isn't. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not at all. As a nurse, I, I'm still frustrated with the concept of, uh, you know, pharmacies can't can't deal, and this is Trevor's rant. Pharmacies can't deal with cannabis, and hospitals. If I if I'm a medicinal user of cannabis, I should be able to have my cannabis in the hospital. And mm, so definitely. those issues those issues are still out there. So, uh, Trevor, how long have you been a pharmacist? Long time, uh, twenty three years. Wow, since so nineteen ninety seven. So you've seen the like the complete change of medicine from being completely anti-cannabis to being pro well is it even pro-cannabis but at least having cannabis it, no and that both. that's the, the that's the interesting part is it's definitely not pro-cannabis yet um and and it, it was only through the podcast that i realized like so technically it's been legal as medicine for almost 20 years mm. since the early 2000s in canada but every everything that has happened in cannabis in canada is because someone went to court and challenge right. something mm -hmm. so it's only been by little bit by little bit has it sort of come around and even still like i was on a uh, uh continue education thing this morning with a with a bunch of family doctors and there are it's gone a long way it's come a long way in the last three to five years but still most family doctors at best are ignorant about what cannabis could do and at worst are out and out against it. Like I'm hoping this is not still true, but when we were Kirk and I were at a course about six months ago, pre COVID seems like, you know, a lifetime ago, uh, they were talking about the whole city of Brandon, the second largest city in our province, all the doctors there sort of basically getting together on mass and saying, we're not going to give any prescriptions for cannabis to any of our patients because we think it's all bunk. So it's, wow. it's not, so stigma is still here, still here and still strong. Do you think that it's got any weight to mm. it though? Can they actually do that? Well, for better or worse in, since we, since recreational has gone legal, you could go down and buy mm. stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's good. But on the other hand, and this is nothing against bud tenders. I've met some excellent bud tenders. Bud tenders don't have the medical training to help a sick oh, person. Definitely, mate. Agree. Yeah. And, and I don't want to have a bud. You know, I don't think it should be the responsibility of a bud tender to mm. to 
give advice to a sick person. I think, I think the medic, you know, the doctor, the pharmacist, the physiotherapist, the, the, the healthcare team, you know, for everything else, we've got a team of people around the, the patient. Why on this one thing does the patient sort of have to go do it on their own, go figure it out on their own. It seem it's ridiculous. Especially with, you know, the lack of mortality rate that cannabis has compared to prescription medication. Oh yeah. You, you can't, we've had expert after expert and you guys know this, you can't overdose and kill yourself on cannabis. You, now, you don't, need to you smoke 1500 pounds in how long was it? I can't remember. We did a true force. Oh, it's on it. within a couple hours or something. It, <laughs> it's, it's, it's ludicrous. Uh, well, yeah. You, you would die of smoke inhalation and suffocation, you know, before you, with the amount that you would need. Yeah. 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 Assuming you're not intravenously injecting the shit. Yeah. You, <laughs> you can't, know? you can't do it. You but know, then it's Rick uh, Simpson oil then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you smoke 1,500 pounds a day, it will probably kill you just as much. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> one, of the things, one of the things that's really interesting about what we've done, we're up to about 60 episodes now, is that we're finding... Yeah, 58, I think you're on. 60, yeah, okay, yeah. But just we, to let um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Numbers aren't my gig. I get, I get the numbers to Trevor. <laughs> no, we, um, but we've, we're meeting people organically through this process, and health professionals that are stumbling into it. So Trevor made a comment about how doctors could stop that. And I guess they can, but we're through our program, we're trying to encourage patients how to talk to the doctor. And if the doctor is not interested, because I have had, I have had family doctors tell me that any doctor that prescribes cannabis is a, is a pusher man. Right. So I've had these conversations also. But in Canada, we have services. So you can dial a doc or hello MD or, you know, you can, there are cannabis specialists out there that will prescribe cannabis for you. Trevor and I are now trying to figure out how those doctors do it across provinces. That's what we don't understand. What was, yeah, I was going to talk about that just as a, you know, as a byproduct of, like you were saying in Brandon, the doctors all got together and decided that we're not going to help anybody. So what are these patients going to have to do is they're going to have to call, you know, these various clinics. I, I'm one of these people in Saskatchewan. It, it's just as hard. My, I've, I've had many family doctors. I've gone to specialists for like, I have a irritable bowel syndrome, or at least that's kind of what they've deduced. But I mean, I don't really know what it is, but um, at this point, yeah, none of my, none of my, none of my healthcare uh, professionals would help me in terms of when I've told them, okay, well, I'll try your stuff, but I'm also using cannabis and it seems to be helping. Can we look at that? They want nothing to do yeah. with that. So I've had to go to these clinics all the time. And, you know, I, I'm glad that the clinics exist for, for the reason that it, it does help people that do need it. But again, going back to that bust and all these people complaining, I mean, if you do want to get rid of the, the criminal or a big part of the criminal aspect, get rid of the ease of access and, um, by doing, by having doctors actually help people that need it instead of having kind of the dial-a-doc model, which again, I'm not opposed to because I've been a part of that since 2014 for the reason that I can't have my family doctor. And it's, it's really, it's good, but it does get abused. That's one yeah. easily abusable part of the system. Yeah. And um, like, I don't know, that doesn't seem to register. They just would rather not deal with it and then keep blaming well, the medical growers for, uh, you know, helping the black market and all these well, things. Well, this is the thing. This, you know, legalization of cannabis uh, in Canada is, is fantastic, but the ignorance of the culture of cannabis is so displayed in how they unrolled it, right? So you've got the medicinal side of it, 
but also on the recreational side, the government doesn't understand that, you know, the medicinal allows you to grow 800 plants. Well, no disrespect to these guys that are growing 800 plants, but I could, from what I've learned so far and what I know about the culture, some of that 800 plants is leaking out of the, into the industry as either gifts or, mm. or a silver market, right? Mm. So I think, I think the way the government unrolled it in the sense that they gave cannabis contracts to big, big money mm-hmm. and didn't allow the legacy guys to just say, okay, you know what? We're just going to open it up and it can be like having an orchard. You know, if you decide yeah. to grow apples, you can sell the apples from the side of the road. They should have allowed, yeah, yeah. They should have allowed it right from the start. Everyone's allowed to grow. You can buy it and go from there. You know, it's like by making it legal, we want you to remove laws, not add them. Yes, exactly. So where do our listeners go to find you and your podcast? Easiest place is probably our website, which is refermed.ca. And then on the social medias, we're at refermedness on Twitter. Kirk, we're at refermedness on Instagram. Yeah, Yeah. And I think Facebook. we're also at Reaper Madness on Facebook. And yeah, and then all, and then all the platforms, iTunes, uh, Stitcher. Yeah, if they type in Reaper Madness on any of the podcast platforms, they, we should pop up. Cool. So I like to just sum it all up with like you can find us on uh, Google. Just put in high yeah, and well, that's how I found you guys. Yeah. That's how I found you guys. High and homegrown. There you were. Works so, too. Yeah. And our name came up like like yours did. Just one day was high, and then pop. Well, that, that's a good name. What's wrong with that? We should make a podcast with yeah. that name, right? And it works, man. Because we're all just high on homegrown. So it works yeah. lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So you're going to use this uh, as well. So if you want to find us, find us a high on homegrown. Sunday nights we stream live on okay. YouTube. Perfect. If you just go to YouTube slash high on homegrown, you'll see one of our videos and you'll see what time we start in your area. Sunday afternoon here in Saskatchewan. In this, but yeah, Google it and figure out your conversion Google time it. zones. Yeah, no, we'll uh, well definitely. I mean, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with having two identicals out with two different brands. I think that'd yeah, be kind of cool. We did we do it with uh with while well, we're doing it with Growcast this week. We're doing something similar. You know, Jordan River from Growcast. Cool. No, but maybe we He's, should. Uh, yeah, you should definitely. Yeah, it's a great show. Get on his show. He's, he, he's sent loads of listeners our way as well. We've got a lot of Growcast listeners. He's very popular podcast. You definitely check him out. Have you spoken to Peter Grinspoon yet as well? Okay. No, he's he's on the list of people I'd, we'd love to interview. Have you got him confirmed? Have you spoke to him at all? No, we no. I'll give him a shout, man. I'll see if I can hook you up. There. That'd be great. Yeah, man. So I want to get him back on our show as well. We haven't had him on for a while. Yeah, he's a great interviewer. Yeah, you, you'd obviously all get on because you're in the same kind of profession. So that would be a great yeah. interview for your show. That would uh, I'd love to hear that and, one. And he's very genuine. Yeah. Very, very yeah, for guy. sure. Sweet. Right then, Trevor, Kirk, it's been a massive pleasure. Yes. And we'll do it again soon. Hecky, monkey, yeah. and of yeah, course, TG, thank yeah, you. Man. That was great. Yeah. We really enjoyed yes. it. Hopefully you enjoyed it here yeah. too. No, if, uh, yeah. Cheers, guys. I'm sure we'll, if, if, I, we'll, if I ever get out to your area, if you're ever in Saskatoon, once the COVID kind of clears up um, i'm sure we'll, the whole canada community will you know get together and and that'd be great to oh, actually meet everybody oh, absolutely nice. yeah that's one of my goals yeah thanks guys later yeah, okay guys it's been a pleasure thanks Trent. Cheers, thanks guys, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Do you hear these guys? I hear a funny guy in here. It wasn't me. Coffee it was or me. Oh. Did. I did it. That was funny as fuck. That was. <laughs> you miss out. This is the chaos they cause. You know when uh, when they're on mute in the background. One day I'm just going to pretend we've curtain, got an guys, interview and leave them guys talking in the background. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a good good interview. Oh I, I enjoyed that one. I hope you all enjoyed that one as well. Check out their podcast, too. They got a lot of good shit. And uh, there's a really, really, I don't know if they have the, the episode up yet, but there's a certain guest on there that's, that's really, 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 really good to listen to. Yeah, I heard he's Sounds a lot own, like me. Yeah, I heard he's got yeah. a show as well. Um, yeah. Streams live on a Sunday. Uh, yeah, Sunday's usually Sunday, 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 Sunday. That's right. Yeah, not normal so, Sunday. If you want to see the real me, Temple Grower video exclusive. Damn, bruv. Yeah. Yes. No, it was great. I like those guys a lot. I hope they come back and we get to chat again. Yeah, they're cool, man. Hopefully, we'll get them back home. Yeah. Love to do that, man. Which episode, TG? You know. I don't know yet. Be one of the recent ones. It wasn't too long ago, was it? Yeah. If it's not released yet, it will be. Hopefully soon, and if it is released already, I haven't actually checked the list, but it should be a, a pretty recent one. It was myself and uh, a lady named Sue that I've helped uh, learn how to grow her own, and just kind of her experience with that. And yeah, it was it was a good chat. So check it out. Awesome. Right then. So don't forget to check out Reef Madness, uh, and if you listen to the podcast for the first time, go and check out our podcast as well. You know, uh, on iTunes, Spotify, and all on different networks and all that kind of thing. You find us on there, download episodes we've done in the past. Got like 22 now. So plenty. Lots to listen to. Well, and then we'll move on to what the fuck was that? Nice. ZN. It's down to you, man. Is he, is he there? Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes. I'm here. You just stand in my wife and microphone, making coffee. Not here. My, no, my microphone's right next to me, flipping face. All oh, right. But no, actually, it moved a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's complicated because it's like one of those bubbly things. Uh, well, I know it ain't going to actually be a mile. Wait, microphone is complicated. It is. I've burnt the flipping. The the, the 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 foam thing on it oh, so much. Yeah, trying yeah. to get me spliff into me mouth, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard to smoke and flip and do this shit at the same yeah. time. You gotta move it out of the way and then bring it back. See the little foam ball yeah. in the on the mic just burning right yeah. there as he's smoking. It's, it's got loads of little dents in it where it's been singed. Tangent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, what the fuck, man? Anyway. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, we had we only had one guest on last week's what the fuck on the on on the 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 site, and it was like close but not close enough. Um, Shall I play the sound so for you? Play the sound. Here yeah. we go. That's fucking loud. That is. Yeah, that's loud. See, you whinge and moan about my volume issues, and I'll give you loud shit, and you whinge and moan. Come on. <laughs> never happy. He's never happy. Um, uh, um, somebody guessed that, uh, 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 I think it was Twisted, actually, uh, 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 a compressor. It's kind of a compressor, but it's a vacuum pump, and it's on my desoldering iron at home because I was doing something, and I thought, shit, I'll record that. Uh-huh. Nobody will know what that is. <laughs> okay. So that's the pump so, that sucks uh, the solder up when it's melted. 
It is, yes. Ah. And that was me holding it for like five seconds, which I'm not really supposed to do. I'm only supposed to hold it like for short bursts. Yeah, Because somebody whinges about it's got to be a five second picking one. <laughs> I had to hold it for five seconds. Nearly sacrificed your tool to make sure about the, what the fuck was that fitted with the criteria yeah, yeah. necessary. And nobody... I like the dedication. The sound, of, oh, you know? <laughs> the sound is of a doing. tool being misused, though. That's that's my... Well, I'm curious about that. <sighs> oh. Uh, oh. That's the big one, don't they? Oh, well, I kind of know if, if I'm going to abuse tools live on air, Monkey's going to moan because he's not of that ilk. Yeah, I'm the other tool yeah, guy. Yeah, around, you, course, know, you know, it's not something you did I do. You did that solder sucker device. I say. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's a throwdown for me. I mean, nobody disrespects the tool. <laughs> <laughs> not even sacrifice for this show. So no winners this week oh, on Takeshi's Castle. It still anyway, works fine tangent. because I've used it since. So no, no bad. So no winner. No, no winner. We'll put the green Not crack nothing. in for this one as well then. We're going to do what the fuck was this this week. Here's this week's sound. Uh, Yeah, i got no fucking idea what that is. Man. Yeah, this is an interesting one. This is. is this another homemade one? Uh, No, this is a, a pre-recorded somewhere else. There you go. Getting clues for you there, everybody. I can't see anybody getting it, to be honest. <laughs> it's, it's too obscure. <laughs> no, you never know, man. People that, get that this obscure. shit sometimes. But see, I don't know what we want on this show. I don't know whether we want, like, nice, easy ones so we can give a load of shit away, or we want difficult ones so we can give something for, like... A fine balance, man. At. A fine balance. A very fine balance. I'll give a difficult one, everybody moans. I'll give an easy one, Galandil moans. <laughs> <laughs> Galandil's moaning there in the chat already. Like, yeah, Mackie, that was a great fucking clue. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think it's a herd of, a herd of bison marching through a narrow hallway. That's what it uh, is. I think it's somebody trying to make a balloon animal inside a cardboard box. Well, okay. you're both wrong. So. Uh, I've got to be close, though. That's pretty fucking... <laughs> I think, okay, I think it's somebody to make, trying to make a balloon animal of a bison in a narrow hallway. Ah. Uh, it's it's got to be it. Maybe. It's not that bloody obscure, guys. Oh. <laughs> I didn't hear well, the sounds. Yeah. <laughs> right, anyway, let's do the Q&A then. Go over to Percy's and make, put your answers in. Because the ones in the chat don't count. You know how it is. Percy'sGroom.com. It's the Q&A. What questions do we have this week? Anything crazy? Where do aliens we come had from? A question. <laughs> uh, we had a question from Mar- I think it was Mark Elton. Matthew. Uh, Matthew. Matthew. Matthew Elton. And f- fuck it anyway, it's gone. I can't find the hang on. It was something about um comparative growing. I don't know, I didn't see it. Um, mm. I googled it a second ago, so hang on. I just joined up at Percy's. Well, well, welcome, Matthew. Um, compi- is it was a companion plant? That's plant right. Yeah, we were talking about companion planting, and I did see that. That's one for you, TG. Yeah, what plants I have. Do you I have the things here now for companion planting. That's TG's kind of criteria. Kind of. I don't do it myself, but um, there's yeah, there's lots of reasons and options for companion planting. Um, a lot of. Uh, plants, the roots, they give out these things called exudates, which uh, bacteria and the, the living soil portion of, of the, or the living part of the living soil use to eat and therefore you give your plants nice, nice nutrients. Um, 
stuff like alfalfa and uh, the legumes will fix nitrogen from the atmosphere and put it into your soil so you can kind of have a replenishing source of nitrogen. Um, they help to keep bad bugs down uh, in ways like I guess they some of them have uh, detrimental like uh, they smell kind of bad to bugs so they they're repellents essentially things like this too. So yeah companion planting is great. Um, if, if you do it in a long-term kind of thing, I think. I, I don't grow, I guess, long enough. Yeah, like in, my in a no-till soil kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the sure. same as cover crops? Yeah. Same Not thing. really. Um, cover oh. crop, a lot of time, <laughs> is going to be... Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's kind of like in your crop rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be your cover crop? You're there? right, you're right, yeah. In the, in the, in the large scale, like, the cover crops, I guess, in a small horticultural sense are, yeah... But yeah, you're, what you're talking about is the more appropriate and probably correct term of a cover crop where it's, yeah, in a rotation where you're not growing your crop, but you're planting something that's going to keep the soil healthy and stuff instead of just letting it In some it way, enrich away. the soil with right. something, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, right, because that's what his question was, was when it, is it the right time to start a cover crop? Oh, for next year? Well, it can be. Mixture, I mean, it yeah. depends this environment, things like that. I mean, um, I, I'm I mean, I'm in, a, I'm in a relatively warm environment and there are certain cover crops that do actually really well in our winters down here. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, if he's doing like an outdoor grow, wanting to get a cover crop and it depends where you live as to what you should be planting. There. Absolutely. Yeah. That's more of an agricultural question too, more than a, a kind of a small scale horticulture because cover crops, like well, you said, are, are for, big bigger like outdoor type of fields for your topsoil versus uh inside yeah that's what i thought when i seen the cover i i had never heard of cover crops and when i was looking into it i was looking at like winter wheat and things i go i would say that would be more for commercial mm. like a, if you were fucking if you had a well, couple you'd of do acres it, in a, around, it wouldn't be you'd in do it if you were doing it in like if you were growing organic soil in a raised bed in your grow tent then you'd you'd want to do something like that. Oh, like if you were doing it in a yeah. sick bed. Uh, no, not a sick bed. People, no, uh, like a, a raisin bed. Box. Yeah, it's good to do if you help the plant. If you're growing organically and you don't want to use any salt-based nutrients, if it's going to give the plant food, then do it, man. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, it's cool. good to you. As long as it don't take up too much root space away from the, the cannabis plant itself. Don't plant too many, but do something. You know, yeah, don't that's... plant anything with fruit. Right. Yeah. And uh, there's another question there. So, who's oh, that companion? Um, I don't know too much about it, but I'm going to start oh, well, learning soon. Some <laughs> semantics again, but yeah, I think if we're going to differentiate, yeah, cover cropping is more for large scale, in my opinion, and then companion. But it depends what you meant too, um, or what. Uh, yeah. The. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think Matthew is still here. Um, yeah. anyway, we'll there's another question there. What's your take on the auto pot system? Is it worth getting? It depends on what medium you're growing, I think, for each. So what do you guys think? Any input? Yeah, I know auto pots are meant to work out pretty well with cocoa. No, I've never used uh, auto pots. It's the opposite. Uh, well, it depends on what the auto pots you're talking about are. Look, if it feeds from the it's bottom, like, then that's better yeah. for soil and organics and things right. like that. If you're using right. salt-based nutrients, you need to wash the old salts out. And that means you need to feed from the top. So, so you you need that yeah. runoff to come out, and if you're feeding from the bottom all the time, then the salts are, ain't going to get washed out. Yeah, you're moving cocoa. You've got to move a lot of liquid through that medium yeah. every mm -hmm. day. Yeah, an alien, an alien easy feed pot, um, 
works. That's what good, but they're fucking expensive. Oh, Spartan, they talk about they're the sip price. Sip yeah. Pot, so that's yeah. The sip, sips are, are so pretty cool. cool yeah. Any more questions? But uh, yeah, those alien ones are like fucking. They're three. They're around three hundred fucking euro just oh, for yeah. the reservoir. <laughs> four pots. Yeah, really, yeah like yeah. Childa no. says, they yeah. uh, they're good for water only. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Auto putts are like putts that sit on top of a small reservoir of water underneath them, so it, the soil absorbs the water up into them, and they Capillary they they top up, up every time they get every time the water goes down to a certain level, then more will pour in, and it automatically top itself up. So it can be a problem, especially for salt-based growing, but good for soil if you're not using salt-based nutrients, water only. Just it's just fucking bong is ripping the shit out of my throat tonight for some reason. Hmm. Ooh, uh, put, put some ice in the water or something. You got some vinegar in your. Water <laughs> 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 uh, do you know what I could probably do? With some it's it's looking a bit gnarly in there. Monkey do USA vinegar. Monkey vinegar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Buy it now on postingscrowing.com. <laughs> 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 uh, so any more questions I think it is that time of the week truth or spoof are you ready <gasps> hang on let me get my notepad out yes truth or spoof <laughs> I need to write shit down because otherwise I've forgotten what it is by the time it gets to number three and if you don't ask me first I've forgotten what all three you can always are. ask man I can flash it back up for you I've got no problem what, all, all the time <laughs> you get <laughs> what was number you, no, again? you get one you get one on your turn if you want to get a whip what was number two again turn. What was number three again? What was number two again? Hold on. I'll show you. Number one. Right, so here's number one. Uh, oh, it's a little bit different this season. Look. The stage adaption. Oh, this one is based on Reefer Madness, the movie. I thought we'd, we'd head down that direction this week. So uh, a stage adaption of Reefer Madness ran for a year in Chicago in 1992. Is that true or false? Number two. Reefer Madness was also known as Tell Your Children, The Burning Question, and Doped Youth. And what? Doped Youth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, different yeah. names for the same movie. And then uh, number three here. In 2004, Universal Studios and Legend Films released a colorized version of Reefer Madness on DVD. True or false? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a difficult one. Right. Let me just get my but GP, you ain't gone first for ages, bro. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this is going to be a tricky one because I know that the You know, I've seen that film. <laughs> new movie. That came. I've seen it lots of times, but I know there was a new movie came out. I came out in the noughties. I just can't think of it. I don't think it was 2004. I think it was after. Um, what was the other question? <laughs> Which one, it's, mate? There's two. Um, sound like me. <laughs> um, oh, the stage. Uh, the stage, that was number one, wasn't it? Yeah. The stage adaption of Reefer Madness ran for a year in Chicago in 1992. Is that true or false? Mm. I would say false. <laughs> so, are you going to go for this one for being false? Yes. 
Yes, I am going to go with that one for false. <laughs> right. That's uh, number one then for GB. Let me just go back to the truthful spoof main here. Okay, uh, TG, you're, you're up next on my list here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with... Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe can we change? No, no, no it's no, over, GB. I'm going to number one. I'm going to stick with number one. It's done. It's done. done. You had your chance of 60 seconds. Sorry sorry about that, TG. Yeah, yeah. GB rudely interrupted. No, I was just giving me more time to think. Thanks, GB. <laughs> But he's cutting into your time. You've got 40 seconds left. Yeah. Well, I have no fucking idea, to be honest. I'm just going to go with the name one. I think that was uh, the first one, was it? I think that was not two. Whatever the, yeah, whatever was the three yeah. names. Reef and Badness is also known as yeah. Tell Your Children. I'm sure. Question and you. I'm sure it was named no, known as other things, but I, I have right. no idea. So maybe you just made like a match. Because <laughs> the other ones sound pretty good, too. So. Number, number two, then? You're notorious for changing dates, but, you know, I'm going to go with that one. Number two. Number two. Okay. ZN. Oh, this, this is a difficult one, this is. This is most difficult. I'm, I'm yes. pissed off with this one because I, yes. can't, I, I couldn't even get yes. it. I know number one's not true um, because you went off the head at flipping GB there for asking, like, is it, like, kind of change? So, yeah, I'm kind of, like, Going towards number one not being true. <laughs> uh, Hold on, that's usually how it sounds. Right. Yeah, just inside roads. Um yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, num- the number That's three, it. I think, is true, actually, although I'm not too 100% certain on the dates. So I'm going to go, I'm going to follow TG, and I'm going to go with number two being the falsy. I've already given you my answer. I'm right, so let's okay. move on, right? Monkey. Oh, no, I can't, I can't do that? All yeah, right, let's look at sounds. this. Which one, wait, which one did you Well, say? I was seeing if you were stoned enough, <laughs> they already, try. you know, <laughs> believe me there. <laughs> That's the right. Yeah, I think it's the right answer. Didn't I go first? I can't remember. Z. I got it right. He gave it to me just. All right. The stage adaptation was done. I remember that, but I don't remember if it was in Chicago, and I don't remember the date. So let's move on from that. Um, yes, I have actually watched the colorized version to Reefer Madness, just because you can. Matter of fact, my VHS tape is colorized. Yeah. Did you buy it in 2004, though? I have no idea when it was purchased or anything like that. Widescreen or the full screen? Widescreen. It came off the $2 tray at Walmart, you know? Yeah, excellent. Nice. Excellent place to buy it. Well, I mean, it was a laugh. You walk into there and see that. But anyway, a tangent, tangent. There we go. Okay, so let's go back into the middle. Those names, changing the names of Reefer Madness to different things. Now, a couple of them sounded almost good for the time, like, you know, tell your children and things like that. But the one that didn't look good was the last one. So, you know, dope youth that just doesn't sound like Mm, that time. No, it doesn't. No, so I'm going to go with two as being false. Uh Aha. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> no. Wait a minute! Did anybody else just catch you? Let me celebrate there? here, just a little. for a second. <laughs> yes. Did you all forget you're supposed to work as a team and try and fucking not get clean slate? I was just going to say nobody got Hold on. number three. Let's go. Let's go in backwards order right here. Let's go in backwards order. In 2004, Universal Studios. Number three. 
a colorized version of Reef of Madness on DVD. This one is false. No. <laughs> what was the date? No, it's not the date. I changed the dates in 1994. And I thought to myself, you know, these motherfuckers say you always change the date. Blah, blah, blah. He's going to turn into Mackie. Guess what date Mackie changed? I like, changed date this time. You know what I did this time, motherfuckers? You know what I did? It wasn't Legend Universal films. Studios. It yeah, was man. 20th Century Fox. You oh, bastard. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you see, you expect slave. me to know the studio that did it? I, I just knew that it happened. You total bastard. That's, just, <laughs> that, that, that's <laughs> evil. Man. That's just fucking out of order, man. <laughs> that's out of order. Like, I changed the, where the fucking full stop was on the Next three gonna, letters. He's going to remove the third decimal point <laughs> you of the Fuck you now, man. Holy man. That's fucking shit. Bastard. That's bullshit. <laughs> Who the fuck is going mate, to know? Mate, I'm the one, fucking mate, I'm the one asking the questions for answering them. Do you know who releases the fucking video? I don't. Uh, uh, oh, well, usual bullshit detector Ooh. didn't go off oh. either. <laughs> yeah, so this one is uh, number two here. You see, this one. The Burning Question and Dog Youth. Really? And I was going to change this one for the spoof, and I was going to make this one tell your kids. The burning question. Well, I knew kids. that was true. I thought that would have been a bit obvious, maybe. So I went with changing. What did you do? I, I, I still anyway. don't think that this should be classed <laughs> as a victory for Maggie because Boo. It, it is. Hold on, hold on. Let me get my violin right here. You're playing the swirling. Is it the world's smallest violin? Oh, I can't even do and, it. And nobody this violin is so small. Either. I can't even play a little tune on it for you, Jimmy. I'm sorry. And I can't even. So number one as well. Number one. You're lucky we even uh, found uh, it. The stage adaption of Reef and Madness ran for a year in Chicago in 1992. Yes, it did. And it also ran for one show in 1993 as well. Right. I, well, I don't know how shit that must have There was a musical adaptation. Oh, I think it. that would have been well funny. <laughs> That's it a, must have been a comedy. I bet yeah. you half the audience was stoned. You'd have to be you stoned see, this, to this, this is that, the thing. This is yeah. where it'd I thought Mackie was getting with the fucking Wicked, with question three because I know that Who there was, there was a musical adaptation done of it in, two, in 2005 or in 2006. I was also going to change that. I changed it to 1994 and said uh, they changed it. It was made in 1994 and they called it they put it on VHS instead of DVD. Oh, I can't believe that. He's been very picky. <laughs> he, he's being so picky with these uh, things now. You know? Well, he has like, to be, didn't he? He has a fair chance at it. We can't, we can't get it wrong. Good, man. You guys are too good. <laughs> say, but let's face it realistically. <laughs> Even by chance, man, there's four here. There's only three questions. Somebody should have got it. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if we want to victorious, let's block Mackie, but yeah. We'll let, we'll let you have this but, one. But, well, thank you, Zian. I appreciate no that. Problem. No problem. <laughs> right, then. right, let's do this quote. Yeah, man, like I had a thing to do, you know, when you talk, man. When the cat talks, I, wanna, I got a thing to say, man. I was going to say it, but I forgot it, it man. <laughs> Fuck you, GB. You took it down. Hey, GB. I hear you, man. It's over. It's over. I hear you, man, but I don't care. No, I'm going to sleep so good tonight. I'm going to be like mm, dreaming about clean slates. And shit. <laughs>
<laughs> you think he's joking? <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh, look at that slate there. It's got all that chalk on. Let me get this sponge here. No. Oh, look how clean it is now. Oh, uh, sleeping like a baby. Mm, comfortable upon my clean slate of a bed. <laughs> anyway, TG. <laughs> you deserve is a slate for a bed. <laughs> this is TG's quote. Fuck you. Fuck you and your truth and spooks, motherfucker. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, that's a good quote, too, but that's not today's Yeah, that quote. is a good quote. It's famous shit, Ooh, man. I've got another split here. Yeah. No, this, today's quote, I, you know, uh, kind of following with all the exciting legal uh, movement we've seen in the last few weeks, whether it was the uh, the election with all the, what was it, 13 states legalizing for either recreational, medicinal, or uh, uh, with Oregon doing the decriminalization of psychedelics or mushrooms, I guess it was. Um, yeah, pretty much all drugs. Yeah, yeah. and then to the, the UN thing and the, the, the MORE Act. Um, I don't know, Dr. Grinspoon kind of came to mind, Dr. Lester Grinspoon. Um, and I remember he had a quote that he said, um, it goes, we in this country have to make up our minds. We cannot have it both ways. We cannot be both drug free and free. And it sounds like, you know, people are finally understanding that, you know, yeah. there's never, so there's no such thing as a drug free society, whether it's caffeine, whether it's even, even the, the uh, yeah. Endogenous drugs that we make in our own. Yeah, that quote means a lot. You know, it's like, if some people want to take drugs, and if they want to, they should be able to. They should be able to. Of course, that is freedom. Yeah, you know, to restrict people from doing that. For sure, it's not really free if you, uh, you know, and to to an extent, obviously, if you're a detriment to society, then then the rest of society isn't really free either, because then you kind of. But then, yeah, that's a, a different conversation for a different podcast. But the point is, is yeah. Things are going well, and then Dr. Grinspoon, uh, rest in peace. I'm sure he'd be smoking spliffs and uh, and celebrating if he were around these That's days. So, yeah, smoking on his own strain there. Fuck yeah, damn right, <laughs> damn right. I remember how his, his son called it. He said, "Yeah, you could always find Dad's house for the fall." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been speaking to Peter last week, man. Hopefully, we can get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. The start next year for sure. That would be nice. I like that. Peter's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's a good conversation with Peter always. Yeah. It's a good laugh. Yeah. Always good info. I had a call. And Carl Sagan to, taught him how to read. So that's <laughs> <laughs> pretty <laughs> really. <laughs> just kind of slides into the circle with Carl like, Sagan. Yeah, uh, Peter, Peter, do you mind? Uh, can you just read this for me? And be like, blah, 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 blah. Like, you see that? See that? Carl Sagan taught him how to do that. <laughs> 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 Sorry, GB. What are you saying, man? I can't remember. Oh, but let's move to the <laughs> outro and then we can chat some shit. Here we go. Thank you for joining us and hiring a home grow. Yeah, I'm very high now. I'd say I'm up, oh, I'm up, I'm nice. up at a. Turn I've turned up to an eight. Yes. So there we go, everybody. That was our first stream across many, many different networks. I hope the Facebook people out there were enjoying it and managed to watch it. I don't know if we promoted it well enough or not. 
But it, it, the first stream is always going to be quiet. People have to see it, share it with their friends, and join us again next week. And of course, if you're new to the show, download all of our old episodes up on iTunes and Spotify and all that shit. Yeah. Same old shit, right? Yeah, we start, yeah, we start off controversial with Jesus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with Jesus and bad I, audio. <laughs> horrendous audio. A controversial turn. Yeah. Britney Spears headsets. Yeah. yeah, man. And of course, thank really? you to everybody in the chat for joining us. You know, there's uh, Jockey, Wooly, Titch, Twisted, Firetop, Sky, not Sky, Psych. Pantateka, <laughs> Grow Urban, Green Thumb, Glandil, Kush Cloud, Baseman, Echo. Who else do we have, man? Glandil, Woolly, uh, Homegrown, Echo, yeah, SO Homegrown. You've only just Michael, joined Michael Alton. Yeah, no, you guys are the reason. And, uh, and that one person is. on Twitch there. Yeah. And look at my viewer count hiding underneath the, the cover. Oh, I forgot about the Twitch, dude. That's not so bad. Yeah. Happy dude. Sunday, Twitch dude. Or dude Yes. Sunday, Twitch, Twitch dude. dude, share with your Twitch dude friends. So more Twitch dudes. Don't be loud, Twitch dude. <laughs> Bring and, friends. And Facebook people. Just, Thanks for joining us, man. Make sure you yeah, hit a like and all that shit. And, you know, share us. Make sure people can hear about us. Yeah. What the hell, man? Why yeah, not? don't forget to sign up to postgresgrowing.com. Anything else. Anything else because we always forget shit. So thank you again, everybody. I can hear it. We're going to go because we're super stoned we hope you are too catch you next week same time same place you know how it goes try and share with your friends so we can get more downloads because we like downloads hit the thumbs up hit the thumbs up nice one see ya catch you all next week keep smoking let's do the fade off goodbye everybody we'll catch you in the forum goodbye 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 Canada goodbye I know goodbye goodbye thanks again for listening everybody hopefully by now you've listened to all of the episodes in the past as well as this one if not then you can go to itunes or spotify deezer stitcher even youtube you can go to any of those networks and you'll be able to watch the previous episodes i've done in the past if you're enjoying the show, please make sure that you share it with your friends, leave a like on the video, follow us or subscribe on all of the podcast networks. It just helps all with the, the future progression of the show if we have more listeners and more subscribers. Also, if you can, we do have a Patreon page, so you can head over to patreon.com slash Room. All we ask you to do is listen. That is plenty. We appreciate every single listener. But if you can do more by liking the video, sharing and even going to the extent of becoming a patreon that will be massively appreciated we'll see you again next week mm-hmm.